guys. Easing on in here. Welcome to the show. I apologize, I didn't change the title of the episode. It's not last week's show. It's this week's show. Ease out. Fade that out. And then we're gonna start. Welcome to the show, everybody. From Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Shut that up. you maintain the status. December 7th, 19th. I'm gonna question a psychopath. I love you so badly. I, I got me. everybody we're here i was very loud yes we are we are hold on i wanted to put forgot to put adam on this side of the camera here welcome in everybody uh hello everyone this is keith pazel we're going to be watching a little bit of tv talking we about always stuff do. goofing around you know what it is some people stream themselves playing video games on this platform we stream ourselves watching tv and it always has to be something old to dissatisfy me. It I, does. This is a 1981 college football game between the eventual national champion Clemson Tigers against the South Carolina Gamecocks, an interstate rivalry for the battle of uh, bragging rights in South Carolina here. The starting quarterback for, uh, for Clemson, Homer Jordan. That was his name. Clemson was undefeated this year. They actually beat Nebraska in, in the Orange Bowl. Nebraska was good. Nebraska had like a young Roger Craig. We can start you up like a sports machine. Like yeah, that, exactly. that was a good delay tactic right there. Exactly. You know, so. But welcome in, everybody. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. Oh, hello, hello, Larry. So, yeah, we're watching. There is an NFL game on that I'm probably going to try and sneak on at some point. It is a preseason game. Maybe they, the algorithm won't be so intense. Or the eye in the sky, or whatever you call it. No, they put it before everything of the this broadcast of strictly prohibited. Blah, blah, blah. Ooh, Homer Jordan fumbles. Oh, that Homer Jordan. You couldn't advance fumbles. Did Homer Jordan get drafted in the NFL? I, I don't think he did. Well, look he, how big that logo is on that helmet. Oh, I know, I know. But to me, it's like that. That that that's normal. Couldn't have a lot of real estate. They were like, <laughs> we don't want to be one of the. Homer Jordan was, I think he was also a baseball player. He was also African-American. And in 1981, it was still a bit rare to well, see an African-American quarterback. That's also when you know how into it these boosters were, because they were fucking stenciling those stickers out by hand. Oh, yeah. They were all yeah. different. They were like snowflakes, the decals. <laughs> well, they used to have those. Yeah, when you made a play, you got like a, a, a something put on it. You couldn't advance a fumble in college football back then. You just recovered it, and that was it. Like, 
You couldn't advance it. Why? Why could he should have scored a touchdown? I forgot about that. Yeah, you you couldn't advance it. If you just fumbled, you had to sit there. Yeah, yeah. You, well, then sometimes if you caught it in midair, if you look at Homer Jordan's. Uh, look at the quarterback comparison. Look at those numbers. There's so much of football. This in is a, fourth quarter, by the way. There's you know? so much of football in American sports that's just like, all right, son, you caused the fumble. You don't have to do too much. Well, well like well, <laughs> it's disrespectful. You already caused the fumble. No need to score a touchdown on top of it. Well, yeah, the, the, we don't well, want to run up the score. We don't want the game to be exciting now. The, there are so many Byzantine rules. Like one of the things too is, uh, the man's downfield, illegal man. The, the, the play, like the offensive lineman downfield. What, what is this? Nineteen twelve? Yeah, I also is it Lehigh think, versus yeah. Lafayette. I also think that's a lot of it too. Is the defense was so widely like godlike that all of the rules was like, well, it's unfair to the defense. Like they, like there were so many weird like pro defensive moves. Well, I just think they were so conservative. The defense were, is defense; they can't do anything offense, so it's against the rules. You can't, you can't run it forward. Well, it was Barry Goldwater like conservativeness on offense. My God, when you pass the ball, two bad things can happen. That's what Woody Hayes used to say. When you pass the ball. There are three things that happen. Two of them are bad. There so are plays like that. It. Plays like that are a big part of even into '90s football, where that looked like a long play, but you could tell the point was to throw it out of bounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of was... run a fly route and make it look like you're going to make a play, but really we want to punt. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, exactly. Even we're though playing, we're down, we're playing chess here look, in this look, game. Look, look at those jerseys, by the way. Those 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 jerseys were cla- like this kind of see through jersey. You can see like. Oh the, yeah, their, their the shoulder pad, pads. They rip when people hang on. Oh to them. yeah, the, the tearaway jersey. Earl Campbell basically. They decided we got to make a better jersey because he, when he was in college oh, and then yeah. the pros, he literally would rip through uniforms every game. Every game, he was so powerful and so swift when he ran. If you grabbed this as uniform, he, he ripped away. They were just spray painting trash bags. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was that. Yeah, they, they probably were like a, like like um, it was all like polyester, like bad nylon polyester blends. You'd sweat and it would just chafe your skin and irritate it. You have like red marks all over. Look at look at that kick. Look at look at that uh that punt got off at the half a yard line. Ooh, this will be a big play. That's a gamecock right there. The South Carolina Gamecocks. Again, look at look, look, look where this ball goes out, Keith. Look, look, look at this punt. This is a, actually a pretty Oh, look at, that's actually they a very smacked good play. It back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, look that, at that, that on that green concrete they play oh, on. Oh, Think of how probably that, dislocated his kneecap. It's do, all in his shin right now. Do you now. remember when they used to they, they put like Manny Moss used to have it looked like um like like a a band aid on your forearms. Yeah, it's because you would just rip your skin off all the time. You know, plus in the summer when it was hot, that that that, that turf would get up to like 125 degrees. It was super hot. You would completely sweat your ass off playing. It was really brutal. You know, so yeah, yeah, no, the, yeah. This was uh, again. This is an interesting. Yeah, Clemson won. Clemson was. I didn't like them. They were in the ACC. They were in the same conference as Maryland, who I was a fan of. And uh, they, they used to beat Maryland back then because they were good. Very first uh, football game I ever went to, a uh, college football game, 1978. Uh, Clemson beat Maryland 28-24 in, in an excellent college football game. A lot of future NFL talent on that, on, that, on that field that I saw. Dwight Clark, the man who made the catch. Jerry Butler, first-round pick of the, ball, uh, the Buffalo Bills. Steve Fuller, former quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs the and back in the Chicago Bears. Fuller had about an eight-year career. He was better than Bob Abilene, yeah. you know. Uh, and then the it was, Bears had so many. That's how weird. That's how good defense was in the eighties. Is that defense carried so many Fullers and Walshes and fucking 
Fluties and fucking yeah, yeah. McGillicuddies. Well, when you watch the offense back then, Tom Zach. I mean, they do. He's a good Polish boy. <laughs> His mom's a fifth grade teacher at in the Cal elementary City. School. In Cal, he's from Cal City, you know. Back when it was a good neighborhood, Cal City, <laughs> not like how it is now. Was Cal City actually? I'm well, sure it was all mobbed up. People love in the, in that part of Chicago. People love the mobbed up era. You know, Capone kept it in control. It was like Saddam. It, it, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, what a, yeah, what a great guy he was. You know something? He kept, you know, people left their door open at night. Never mind if you were black and you crossed the street and you ended up strung up from a tree. Hey, that's what happened. Maybe not in Illinois, but I'm sure in oh, Illinois. Probably across, everyone in the country. There, there, aren't there still sundown towns, whatever? You can't be. Oh, yeah. In like in, in, parts, in, some parts of Indiana, absolutely. <sighs> wow. Look at that guy. Wow. Oh, yeah. uh, the rare black quarterback here. Yeah. Well, in college was what was who started the, to have more yeah. African-American quarterbacks but in the 70s. Who's the big who Andre? What's the who was the big guy in the 80s? Uh, the big black quarterback that ended up he got drafted by Detroit. Why am I forgetting his Andre name? Ware? Andre Ware. When From was Houston? he playing at this time? No, no. The, Ware the, was the, in sixth grade the, at this point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Ware's like close to my age. Maybe maybe a year or two older than me. Uh, I would have been 12 years old when this game was played. Uh, late 80s was Andre Ware. He was very much a system. He and Dave Klinger, remember Klinger, the guy who played for, who got drafted by the yeah. Bengals? They were very much system quarterbacks from Houston. They just passed I remember them all. Max Klinger, too. Corporal <laughs> Max Klinger, 4077 Max. Exactly. Hey. Look at Homer Jordan. He obviously is like the best athlete on the field, you can tell. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, they were at the half. Didn't he play in the NFL for a while? No. I don't think he was. I remember a Homer in the NFL. There was a Brian Jordan. Yes. You know, uh, who was a defensive back, also played, I think, for the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. The Cardinals, yeah, yeah. He played football, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. He he was in the same backfield with uh, Deion Sanders, defensive backfield. They would helicopter in together to second base, like fucking prize horses. I I think Brian Jordan also played uh, defensive back for the Falcons. I could be wrong. I bet you conservative whites hated Deion at the time. Oh, uh, he was deemed, uh, let's use the adjective uh, flashy. He was deemed flashy which is a nice that and urban are always a very like euphemism for aka african-american start you know? channel surfing a little bit so yeah, if absolutely. you're here for your first time watching uh what we would just watch tv we're gonna riff on what's ever on tv yep. i got some colin coward stuff we like making fun of colin oh, a little bit here my brother i was talking with him this weekend my brother detest Colin Coward. And then we're also going to preview the next uh, TV League season. We have this thing on the show called the Formula TV League. And what I do is I take the Nielsen ratings for each day and week and whatever list comes out per per week, per day. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of them. And I rank them based on the Formula One point structure. First place gets that. Um, and then we just see at the end of a 50 plus week season where each show stacks up and it's a lot of fun because we're in the off season now because the yeah. champion was deemed uh, NCIS was crowned. back to back NCIS wow it wasn't great ran out of a little bit of steam ran out of a end. little steam it doesn't it doesn't have quite the streaming steam yeah that uh well it's still more based in in network TV when network TV was still a thing oh yeah well so is the NFL I mean the NFL is really the only thing that is necessary for network like, TV. Like or? People have predicted that cable TV will pretty much just be, uh, it'll just be sports at some point. At some point, like their every original pr- 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 like program will be either be original to some sort of like native to some sort of streaming service, and like broadcast TV will just borrow them, 
But like, remember appointment television? The phrase appointment television. What, what, what when was pe- that? Just people would say like this. That's this show is appointment television. Huh. When like you would you like people would run home. And oh you yeah, kick oh yeah. Your door down. I can't miss to the X Files. Uh, hey, Thursday fucking night on NBC fl- in the eighties. You flip your ass if you missed five minutes of the X Files. Yeah, you couldn't see it again. You know, there was. I mean, I remember. Yeah. I, I still think TiVo's a big deal. And then also we do TV history. Right now we're on. Uh, we're in this portion of time in nineteen ninety five. Okay. So we're pretty much just continuing on through 1995. And then once we get to the new year, we pick a new year or we continue to 1996. But I think I want to go back to a year closer to your time. No, something in the the mid 80s or something like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe I, 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 listen, we've been in in 95. That's my era. Yeah, absolutely. No, for me, there was a time I didn't own a television set for multiple, for years back in the 90s. I was like busy, like, you know, exploring Chicago and living in Wicker Park when it was still Wicker Park. Figuring out what neighborhood wasn't a gang initiation. You know, I, lane. God, I'll know, I think I told a story in here one time, speaking of that. When I lived in Wicker Park from 92 to 95, when it was the biggest heroin dealing park in the city, there was a time I went to the, I was driving past the Congress, remember the Congress Theater? Oh, yeah. On Milwaukee. And there was a KRS-One show going on in the Congress Theater. This would have been like spring of 93. And I was with this woman that I was hanging out with at the time, and we were driving down Milwaukee, and all of a sudden, all these cars on Milwaukee stopped, and were going up on the sidewalk and going in the opposite direction. I said, like, what the hell is going on? Right next to the KRS-One. And that, that was when Milwaukee Avenue, like Logan it Square, was like- It was, like, it was like, a little shady. Oh, a little. The, the, I don't even know if, if it could be described as an adjective. It was dead. There was nothing there. Yeah, you know? liquor so, stores. And it was like, it was pretty much the double door. Like you went on Milwaukee to go to the double door if you weren't like picking it, it, up a whore. Uh, I remember before the double door. I remember it used to be a country and western. Well, the double bar. door was just a liquor store, right? Or was the liquor store always a part of the music uh, venue? The music venue. So yeah. for people who don't know, the double door is a venue in Chicago that is like a it's a music venue. Punk yes. rock bands play there. My, I've one seen of my, a bunch of bands. My mom's there. gay friend saw Perry Farrell there in the nineties. Oh yeah, like going to the double door. I remember being seven years old and my mom's gay friend being like, I'm going to the double door to yeah. see Barry for <laughs> But there's a liquor store around the corner that's also called the double door. Yeah, it's attached to it. Exactly. And before that, it was a country and western bar, m- much like Carol's. And I used to go to that country and western bar like in 93, 94. 95, it became the double door. I like that the Jets went back to the Dennis Bird green. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They've they, they it's gotten retro. Retro is now a different thing now. You see, to me, retro back in the day was like the old Jets helmet with like the, with well, the football. Yeah. See, in 1998, they went to that because they knew the team was getting good in the Big Tuna era, the Bill yeah. Parcells era. So they're yeah. like, we'll go back to the Namath logo. Yeah, because they really hadn't had any luck. Yeah, with the jet fucking well, thing in the 80s. They they, they were competitive in the 80s. They weren't a great team, but they were okay. They won some playoff games in the 80s. Yeah. With the New York Sack Exchange. Oh, Mark I was they were talking about them today. Okay. Um, but yeah. Look how hard it's raining. You can't really see from the far shot, but it's yeah. pissing rain out there. Absolutely. Can you imagine someone blowing an ACL out there to try oh. and make this garbage team? Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, man. But but I but uh, then but now I feel like since they were failing so hard with the white helmet, they were like, well, let's go back to the fucking 80s. Green. See yeah. if we can get some of that fucking... Uh, Wesley Walker energy. Yeah, who was their quarterback in the 80s? Well, uh, in the early part of the 80s, it was Richard Todd, who also went... They, were so, they were so enamored with Joe Namath that they, 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 they drafted Richard Todd because he also went to Alabama. I, I also talk also, like this too, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R- Richard Todd went to, uh, went to Alabama. They thought they were going to capture... So, and then, then they drafted Ken O'Brien, 
Ken O'Brien and Pat Ryan. They, they had the Irish. Uh, Ken O'Brien, host of Entertainment Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they were. They won a playoff game in '86. They beat the Chiefs. I think they won a playoff game. Oh, in '82, they went to the AFC Championship game, but lost to the Dolphins. They had beaten the Browns that year in the playoffs, and also upset the Raiders on the road. Lance Mel had a pick off of uh, picked off a Jim Plunkett pass. Uh, in, in, yeah, in, Plunk. Yeah. Plunk, Plunk was a good guy. We used to go out, and I'm just going to talk like yeah. Joe Namath the whole time. <laughs> so yeah, it. it uh, but anyway, my Ooh, sh- the Jets came back. Quick, quick thing about again that KR- Milwaukee Avenue, and fucking K- KRS One. You know because of KRS One, exactly. Uh, and then all the cars that were in front of me started to peel off and go up on the sidewalk, and, and then I got to the front of the line, and it was like two cars had collided together. And guys had pulled out of the car, Brawl. getting into a fight, hell yeah, and had guns out in the air and were like brandishing guns. And I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I, I went up on the sidewalk and, and drove back north on Milwaukee Avenue. You were that, like, that, that was in Lo- Logan Square was nothing. Logan Square was nothing then. You, you were know? like, what are the Bulls winning a championship here? Oh no! I w- w- when the Bulls beat the Suns in '93, I went up on the platform on the Damon L stop on the Blue Line. And watch the crowds, you know. And it was they had the riot police out. They had like the plastic shields, oh, yeah. you know. L.A. was famous for those big fucking go out there, flip some cars. Hey, we won the title. Yeah, I mean, I don't maybe I don't know. No, and like when the when that first Phil Jackson run started, I remember that was the big like all the stand up comics like L.A. They were so long without a title that they were destroying neighborhoods. Like L.A.'s famous for like rioting downtown. They did it. Really? In the, they did it in the COVID year. Wow, when the Dodgers won? When no, the when the Lakers win. Yeah, this is a Lakers town. It really is. A bit of a Dodgers town, too. But, uh, but more It shows way. how much of a team person you are and really not an NBA fan you are because you did you watch that like Kobe Shaq no, Lakers I, run in the I, NBA? A little bit. Like in, deep in the playoffs, I'd watch it. Like They played the Trailblazers and the play, Blazers had Pippen. And Sabonis, yeah. remember there was that kind of famous game seven that the oh, yeah. Blazers were winning and then like lost in the I fourth quarter. I still think those were a little mob controlled. Uh, it could that be. was a little Sinatra ish going on there. <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of rat packing going on. And there. then they also beat the Sacramento Kings. Now that's a damned franchise. They're as damned as my Washington Wizards. They had a nice Chris Webber run. Though. Oh, and, 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 and Mike Bibby. They should have won a title. Yeah. Them and the Blazers, I think, got Lakered. Like, because everyone, oh, yeah. I think that was just the story of like the Lakers have to win the title. Uh, well, yeah, well, it's certainly, I mean, with Jackson, I mean, they're, they're huge. They were, yeah, no, I remember paying attention a little bit, but I, it's a defensive uh, coach. He's not going to do good. <laughs> Speaking of which, we've got, oh, man, uh, we have to cut in, go into your, to your favorite, uh, or as my brother calls him, Colin Blowhard. That's he we, seems like a nice guy. He's probably, that's the thing about his radio persona is, He's all. He even says like he's all about the big wow pop topics. Oh, I know. Yeah, Pepsi, Coke, yeah. Dad's <laughs> mug, Boeing, yeah, McDonald's, <laughs> all state. You know, he's like just a- into like making these hard. I take big swings, home runs, triples, doubles, singles. Yeah, OPS. I'm into the OPS sports talk game. Yeah, he, he's drinking the Vikings Kool Aid, which he shouldn't be. Oh, but, he's into it hard. Yeah. Lions got good pieces. Vikings got good pieces. They got an offensive coach. Dan Campbell's an ar- a cartoon character. I, I, I don't buy the Lions, man. I mean, uh, come on. They're the, they're the Detroit DeAndre Lions. DeAndre Swift. They got DJ Shark from Jacksonville. They got two good offensive linemen. Jared Goff. Yeah, but that's that's their one thing. You don't got a quarterback. I got a quarterback and I don't have a coach. They got a <laughs> I got a coach. Dan Campbell can coach. He's got to get a quarterback. 
At least they, they won, everything. They, they, they won two games last year, man, <laughs> including beating your Minnesota Vikings. So my Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, yeah, they were terrible. Was that the game when we went to Trainum's bar? And no, the, you were like, oh, that was that against was the Lions. It was against the Lions. Well, yeah. no, it, it was the first Lion game at home. The Vikings should have lost to him twice last year. They should have lost that game, <laughs> that too. That was my true display of your Viking fandom because you were upset that they held on to win. Well, exactly. Because it's like you could see the flaws in their team all over the place. Like You have to assess them on a championship standard. All these millennial fans, well, your team still won. Ooh. No, no. They were revealed for the frauds that they were. They stunk. You can game. tell people are getting on Colin, though, because we'll get into I'll pull yeah. up a piece here. Sure. It is pissing rain there. Look at that. Oh, it's bad. We're watching a Jets-Falcons uh, preseason game right now. It's really raining hard. Oh, there's that former D coordinator of the Niners. His brother used to play for uh, Wisconsin. So first, we'll go to the Roquan Smith stuff. Ooh, ooh! Because I, I actually agreed with him on this rant. I, 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 I'm curious because he's he's you know he's one of the few names for the for the uh, for the Bears. Yeah, he. I like Roke. I like me some Roquan Smith. He's good. I kind of am. I'm on Colin's side on this though. Who is okay? We're gonna pull it up. I have a very vague question for you. Big broad favorite bear of all time. I don't know, man. Probably Devin Hester or Erlacher. Probably Erlacher. I loved Mike Brown. Like I was a big Mike <laughs> yeah. Brown fan. Yeah, well, he had a that's bunch the of thing touchdowns. about the Bears, and I think that's what the franchise has been good at is like, and I, it probably has to be Peyton to be quite honest with you. Well, you didn't. I was just you, you yeah, but you were born yet. I mean, but I've still seen enough of him. Okay, but but for, from you watching, and you can say Curtis Conway. You, I did like Curtis. You, you can say Eric Crane. Probably Jay Cutler then. Oh, God. Come on. Uh, that I can't. Well, you know, yeah. Erlacher, I, I respect that. I respect the Erlacher. Erlacher. Yeah. Erlacher kind of fell out of favor with the Tommy team Harris. Did you like Tommy Harris? He was played good for two years. Yeah, yeah. And then he blew his knee. Fucking Tommy Harris. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, it's probably Erlacher. Oh, Robbie shit. Gould still kicks, by the way. Oh, good as Gould. I mean, it's like, why? why I love how he says Gould. You're Jewish, pal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You're fire in the lasers. Yeah. In the words of Marjorie Taylor Greene, didn't she say that? You're fire in the space lasers. lasers. God, yeah. What, man, what a bizarre, you know. So here's Colin on this is when Roquan Smith first requested a trade. Okay. Could have breaking news wherever you may be. However, we you have breaking news. The Bears suck dick. He hates the Oh, and his little shit fucking co-host running in for joy, Jason Stark or whatever the fuck oh, his yeah. name is. They go into they. I'm going to go and show that next. They cover the Bears preseason victory against the Seahawks. And before they get into it, he goes, the Bears suck real bad. OK, now you can cover the game <sighs> like Damn. that. He just got in. He was just like, I just want to he buttered the I knife. Just, I just want to say real quick, the Bears suck real bad. And then like he goes, OK, now you can cover the game. <laughs> they won. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey. iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1, FS1, ESPN, Fox, <laughs> ABC, Disney, Nike, Hulu, <laughs> Nike. He just keeps naming. Exactly. Just companies. <laughs> A-Mac getting very comfortable in that Look at chair. that little fucking smug piece of shit. He is a little kid. With a- this pink shirt. Fuck you. Yeah. What are you, bears Kanye? are bad. I'm just going to say the real quick. The bears are bad. Now you're going to hear Wearing the summer. He's not Joy Taylor. I can't sexually harass him. Unbuttoned just enough. Too much? <laughs> yeah, it's too much, Jason. You see, they're but laughing it up. 
cut. Colin, I'm all excited because as you said yesterday. I'm excited because the Bears are in disarray. You know, it makes my life feel good when the Chicago Bears. Don't freak out. Okay. So you had to watch closely, but the uh, smart teams could see it like go. the Warriors. The yeah. game was subtly changing to shooting. And they had this guy named Monte Ellis. He was very athletic. They Born in Baltimore. Went to school. Kind of didn't grow up with a little money. Didn't, couldn't afford Amazon Prime. Had him five or six <clears> years. <throat> Wasn't really translating to a lot of wins. Kind of my daughter would be attracted to. You know how she likes it. I love talk like I said. He was their best player. I mean, he wasn't a great shooter. He was becoming an old NBA. Hyper-athletic. But wasn't like transferring to enough wins. I wonder if after what's he, his point? He's getting into it. He's yeah. talking about how the Golden State Warriors chose to pivot away from defensive players and go full Steph Curry. Yeah, and he's using that to say like this is what the Bears should do. Good player, certainly. There's a market for him. Absolutely a market for him. But they had a young Steph Curry, and the Warriors, full of smart people upstairs, said that's the future. Smart people. Microsoft, IT, Oracle, <laughs> Kaspersky. <laughs> the future is shooting, not hyper athleticism. Monte yeah, Ellis got, shot thirty. God forbid, be athletic in the NBA. Well, yeah, you, got, you got from three. You got to be pretty damn good athlete, you know. Obviously, and this is what's happening in the NFL. The smart people see it. Your best player can't be a linebacker if you want to win the Super Bowl. You know. Uh, you know, I got to be honest with you. You don't agree with that? There is some truth in what he's saying. I don't totally disagree with it. But if you have Lauren, if you have a chance of drafting Lawrence Taylor or the next Lawrence Taylor, you, you draft the next and Lawrence even, Taylor. Let's go find a video of Colin talking about the Rams are so smart for shining Bobby Wagner. Big linebacker. Yeah, yeah. Big pop. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're, oh, okay. So the Ram, when the Rams do it. Oh, yeah. That, it's okay. They're geniuses. Les Schneed, he shucks my dick every day. <laughs> you, you really don't like him. It's hilarious. My brother can't stand him either. So I, I, I you go up a notch. I don't want to say I don't. I, I w I'd probably be very nice to him if I met him. Yeah. But yeah, he's a smarmy little shit. Look at those eyes. I've remarried six times. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I got. I'm Mormon. Sets of step. I have multiple wives. Latter Day Saints. I'm up there on the the ladder. Latter Day Saints. Catholicism. Exactly. <laughs> Capuchin. Pope. Jewish. You know. White smoke. Gray <laughs> the smoke. The Torah. Young Pope. HBO. <laughs> the Bible. Got to be a quarterback. Got to be a wide receiver, left tackle, or an edge rusher. That's the only positions you can pay in football. According to Colin, let's rehear that. Well, According to I Colin, mean, this is the only way to win in football. Backer, if you want to win the Super Bowl. It's got to be a quarterback, got to be a wide receiver, left tackle, or an edge rusher. Every one of your players could, every other position could be shit. Yeah, that, that, that's, you have, you're only as good as your weakest link in football. That's, if, if you have one or two bad players, it will, you will be exposed, you know? The smart teams are getting it. So Roquan Smith is a great player for the Bears. Their best player, like a Monte Ellis. And there is a market for him. Like Roquan Smith is better than Monte Ellis was yeah, on the Golden yeah. State Warriors. Did Roquan Smith go to Georgia? Yeah. Yeah. Is he in his Monte fifth Ellis. year, fourth year? Fifth Georgia, year? Atlanta, Pepsi. <laughs> Georgia, Name Macon, Techno, Charlotte, yeah. Raleigh, Kroger, <laughs> Meyer. But the future Costco. is quarterback and weapons. 
Let's see what he has to say. And the Bears have a young quarterback, and they don't know if he can play. And I like right that now, helmet. he's got one weapon on the whole team that's elite. I would move him. If you go back to the 50s, 60s. I would pick him up. I would move him physically six move inches him to six the feet left. <laughs> I'd move off him. 70s, 80s. You can't name a great Chicago Bear wide receiver. Willie Galt, Dennis McKinnon, Curtis Conway. Mm. Yeah. Fucking, uh, are we fucking, are we totally going to disrespect Tommy Waddle like that? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Waddle. What, I like does Waddle. Mike Adamley not <laughs> ring any bells to you? <laughs> <laughs> what about Wendell Davis? Yeah. You know, remember him. Do we not know Marty Booker? Do we not know? I think Bernard Berrien had some moments for that. Fucking Berrien. You know? He says Al- Alshon Jaffrey. Listen, they went to a... Su- Do you know how many Super Bowls I've seen during for the Vikings in my 45 years? Four. Well, that I've actually seen. I remember zero. That's how I remember. I've Don't you remember been the two- Willie Brown? Uh, yeah, well, for you. I, I, my brother cried during out. that. My brother cried during that. Did he punched the floor I, and say, I, 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 I'm, I'm was, rooting for the Chiefs. I, I was, I was too young. I didn't quite, I, I was, I was only seven years old during that Super Bowl. So I was really not aware. Um, so since I started cheering for the Vikings in 77, they haven't been to a Super Bowl one time. Uh, the, the Bears at least have been to a couple Super Bowls. That's the face he makes when Colin leaves his shit in the toilet and his <laughs> wife finds it. Uh oh. Sorry. Leaves it. Logs, trees, limber, timber, (laughs) Washington State. Because people attain and acquire what matters to them. You love art, you collect it. You like cars, you buy them. All of them. You buy cars, Ferraris, (laughs) Lambos. (laughs) Exactly. Sports cars. You like Vegas. I love that. Pintos. Because if you like it. Ford Fairmont. If you like it, you absorb all of it. You like art, you buy millions of dollars worth. You like cars, you collect cars. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's what normal people do, Colin. Yeah, I know. They, they, just, they, they have millions of they dollars. They just on a whim fucking start <laughs> collecting things. Yeah. You can just be interested in stuff. That's but what I- poors do. Poors have interests. Elites collect. <laughs> Offense has never been the thing for Chicago. It's old school, blue collar, tough, Ditka. That's what we... Nobody likes... Mike Ditka. Mike Ditka has not Chicago. coached there in 30 years. It's been 1992. If he, I can see if you want to rail in like the defense stuff. He doesn't mention Lovey Smith in this. Which, well, by the know, way, the Texans, they're going to fail Lovey Smith's defensive coach. He looks like Black Santa Claus. <laughs> the kind of guy that you... An eye doctor at a clinic dresses up like Santa at the local clinic. <laughs> He's a hostage negotiator, you know, <laughs> like the beginning of Con Air or something, which I've never seen. Dude, we're tough linebackers. I can name ten linebackers for the Bears. You can't name their best wide receiver ever because it does. Willie Galt, Dennis oh, well, McKinnon, yeah, yeah, Willie Galt, Curtis actually, Conway. Yeah. In fact, to me, I would argue when the '85 Bears team. Bears. Willie Galt was a world-class sprinter. Uh, he, he still sprints to this day. I guess he can still run a sub-11 second uh, 100 meter. He's like 60 years old. Oh, yeah. You know I mean? He's still very fast. He's probably on Herschel's cabinet. Yeah. Herschel God, Walker. Yeah. <laughs> they just don't take... I, I think he might be in Herschel's mind. He's one of his personalities. They hang you know? out and don't take steroids. But, but when, when Didka traded Willie Galt to the Raiders, to me, that was... Like, them not having Willie Galt Truly affected their team. Actually, it really did uh, more so than like like you know uh, McMahon getting McMahon getting hurt. Obviously, affected them too. Look at his teeth. He's got those like he brushes them, but he staved off full rot. 
like his teeth were probably rough. And then he got the Fox contract and was yeah. like, let's whiten these daddies yeah. up a little gotta bit. Got to bleach them. Got to yeah. bleach them. Bleach. Anime, went on Groupon. Pop. Went on Groupon. You've heard of it. He's just named Crushed Oral B. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Colgate. Just, uh, Doesn't mean anything to them. It means stuff historic. Crest, pearl drops. Wendell pearl. Davis was, I think, going to be a pretty good player if he wouldn't have blown his knees on the turf in that in, game in we Philly. were just watching. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. If he wouldn't have blown, yeah, he, he played for LSU. He was a he was a first round pick, I think, in '87. to the Niners. You know, the Saint Louis here's another thing I got to say about the about the Bears. And you know, he, he does make a point. They need to be more offensive oh, yeah. minded. And I, I, I may. The fact is, in, in November and December. You better have some defense, and the Packers with Rodgers, with Favre, the offense. They want to go. When they lost the Niners last year, that weather was cold, and they lost in a close game. There was a block punt. It was thirteen to ten was the final score. There is something to the idea of like you better have some sort of defense and some special teams, which the Bears have always been you know respectable at. Here's in what people that weather, are do you know? They're just going to focus on the things that the Bears don't do well. And they're not gonna count how they get around them or do them figure out how to do them well. Like in that Seattle Seahawks game. Yeah. It wasn't like, wow, Luke Getze knows how to call plays to subvert their weaknesses. Yeah. Like he knows their lines bad. So he's calling a lot of swing outs. Yeah. And a lot of like he's just figuring out how to cover for having a bad offensive line. Immediately knows what plays blow up, doesn't call them again for the rest of the game. Yeah. And people are just like yeah, I think Justin Fields did well when he wasn't running for his life. And then, like, yeah, he may do well for however long he lasts. Yeah. Like, they he's going to get hurt, guaranteed. Who let's, is, let's put that vibe out. Who is Shannon their, Sharp said that. Who Who is their backup? Uh, Trevor Trevor Simeon. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Northwestern quarterback, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, exactly. He's back home. He's actually, I mean, you know, I think he's well, an that's how I, backup. Well, that's how I know Luke Getzey's good, because every time like every quarterback that plays does well yeah fields plays for he only played six six plays he was fucking five of seven for like 58 yards good for him and that's their well he hasn't thrown a touchdown yet because they take him out well exactly you know it's again they wanted zach wilson to do that he threw a pick they gave him one more chance he blew his fucking knee out you know again people have to just calm down let's get into the season you actually can assess it at that time and see what 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 i think you should look for and, and this is the truth. Uh, I wouldn't lie to you, Keith. It's just, you know, how, how disciplined are they? Do they have a million penalties? When you watch truly a bad football team, they have like 12 penalties a game. They, I mean, false starts, you know, McDonald's, Burger King. No, McDonald's, <laughs> Burger King, Wendy's. No, no, they have false starts. Dairy Whip. Uh, they're bad in coverage. Like you can be like an inexperienced young team, but actually still play it the right way. Like when they say the word culture, which makes me want to vomit, you know, are they actually a disciplined team? Yet they're young and probably get beat some. And also the fact is the team are cheering for now, as much as that, you know, the Vikings are some excitement about them and they have some decent players. They really do. The team that it is now week 11 is not going to be the same team. There's going to be like eight starters that are hurt, you yeah. know? So how much depth do you have also? So, and I then mean, even when someone tries to be positive, like, oh, Luke Getze actually seems like a pretty good play caller, though. And that could actually, you know, they could steal a game. And then someone went, 
Yeah, but if that happens, then they just got to worry about Luke Getzey, one of their fucking man-voiced blonde broads they got <laughs> fucking hosting their show. Yeah, but Luke Getzey does well. Then you got to worry about him becoming a coach. Oh, God. And then they're back to square one. That's why you got to have the offensive coach. I, I think... So you hear that, de- defensive coordinators? You are not allowed to be head coaches anymore. You stink. I, I actually think this guy they got. I think the Colts are a relatively good organization. I don't. Th- I don't think it was a bad hire. They were a the top first. ten defense immediately. Yeah, I, I, when I, they got him, I, I think he's actually a decent. I mean, in order to coach defense, guess what you have to know, Keith? You have to know some well, offense. Also, you know, because Colin, we'll, we'll go to one where he because you can tell Colin's getting flack for jerking off on offensive coaches because he, you know, Kevin O'Connell, he's an offensive coach, and he goes. And it does matter. They're just more in tune to the offense, and the game's more offensive. Do, do you know who you, was a great offensive mind? Bill Parcells. Yeah, uh, uh, Bill Parcells was, was, an, was an excellent offensive yeah. mind. Like he totally, in order to set up defenses, and he, he had to understand Belichick offense and you know? didn't do shit. You know, yeah. So it's just, I, I think that that is a a pat sort of criticism. I let the Bears get a season on also, their bow with this guy. Get Sean McDermott on your show. Of the probably going to win the Super Bowl Bills. Yeah. And tell him that defensive coaches yeah. don't know offense. Yep. yep. Exactly. Who was Ken the, Dorsey needs to be the head coach of the Buffalo Bills because he's the offensive coordinator. Now he's the offensive Is guy. Ken Dorsey the former yeah. qu- quarterback he from took Miami? Over for Dable. Oh, interesting. Because he was like the quarterback's coach. And that's where this is why they're not actually paying attention to the Bears. The day they hired Eberflus, all he talked about was the Shanahan offense. Yeah, because they asked him, well, who are you going to hire for an offensive? He goes, I'm looking at someone from the Shanahan tree. I really like that. It's tough. He did throw all that coachy yeah. shit. Yeah, but it is a like a weirdly like a weirdly old modern offense. Like, I don't yeah. think people give Mike Shanahan enough credit for the high powered offense he had. Uh, San Francisco is a good football team. They Terrell really Davis are. Davis was a record-breaking running back. Oh, yeah. And in a vacuum, probably not as good as he should have been. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he was a right fit. It was a right fit. He's in the Hall of Fame. So, like, you know? he... but So, that's when they're like, he's a defensive coach, doesn't know shit. Like, all he talks about is the Shanahan offense. Yeah. Like, he knows exactly what the fuck he wants. If they lose Luke Getze, he'll just hire another Kyle Shanahan offense guy. So, the running backs are David Montgomery and who and, else? And uh, Khalil Herbert, who has not played well. In the, pre, in the pre, they got him from North Carolina, North Carolina, oh. Tar, Winston, <laughs> Newport, Tobacco, Cools, yeah. Salem's, you know, exactly. Thank you for smoking. Marlboro, Marlboro Lights, Adrian, Reds, yeah. Palm Malls. <laughs> My grandfather used to smoke filterless camels and chew tobacco. He literally was 86. So here's, so here's where I'm starting to agree with him, though. The Packers, the Steelers. He's essentially saying they need to trade Roquan Smith for an offensive piece. It matters to them, so they've drafted, acquired, traded for, and developed. You can name multiple great receivers for St. Louis or the L.A. Rams or the Packers or the Steelers or the 49ers. You can't name one for the Bears. It is time to do what the Warriors did and pivot off a really good player who is who has got a market, but you could move Roquan Smith. Markets. Dow. <laughs> NASDAQ. NASDAQ, exactly. S&P 500. No, no. <laughs> what about, uh, I'm curious about, who, who would, who would? let's say they trade him. Who would be the replacement? That's why I think he chose to play. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, he went, because he got him, there was this whole thing where he had this dude named fucking Stradivarius Almighty <laughs> fucking call NFL teams. 
<laughs> on his behalf. Literally, his name was something weird like that. God. My name is Vontavius Porter, oh. the Immaculate, and I'm here to represent Roquan Smith. Think of these GMs who are working for the for the Colts. Who the hell is calling? Who is this? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what's going on? Are you registered? I, I think you have to register as an agent. Have, I think well, that's you have where, to. And you know? Pat McAfee was talking about this, and he does have a point. They allow players to represent themselves, but to negotiate a contract, you have to be a certified agent. Yeah. So they essentially are, an attorney. So they're essentially forcing these players to pay someone money. Like they're essentially saying, like, no matter how long, how far you've come on your own in the process, we don't think you're smart enough to do this. It, so we want you to hire someone that you have to pay five percent and have him negotiate this, even though you've all you got to do is sign this piece of paper. Have you ever? I mean, it has changed so much. You realize there were no agents around in the seventies. Oh yeah, the first agent was the guy Jerry Maguire was based on. The time was it? What's his face? Uh, it was Troy Aikman's agent. He was Steve Bartkowski's agent because he went to Cal and he was the uh, the uh, student body president. And, and he represented all these first round picks. He was the first guy to be. They wanted you to be stupid back then. You know, I love old sports people talking about their contracts. It was a handshake deal. Yeah. Every time he put a contract in front of me, I burnt it. I kissed him on his forehead. And, and he said, paid me $3,000 less a year. And I said, let's go cripple Protestants out there next season. <laughs> Do you know, Bob Lilly, Bob Lilly, who was Mr. Cowboy, even more than Roger Staubach, he, he was a, a Pro Bowl, I think, 13 years. I've never played put a pen on a piece of paper in my to, whole life. To 74. He said when he was playing in the Pro Bowl in 1972, he was talking with other defensive linemen. The other defensive lineman made a hundred thousand dollars a year. He was making twenty eight thousand dollars a year in nineteen seventy two, and he was a great football player. And when he went back to Tech Schramm, the owner of the Cowboys, he said, "You know, listen, wh- wh- why am I not getting paid this much? Oh, oh, they're just trying to make you not like the Cowboys. That that was what he said to him. They're just trying to make you not like your employer. It's like, no, you're being exploited is what's happening. You're not being paid what well, you're actually worth. Well, there's this thing worth. called legal slavery. Yeah." <laughs> It's called what America's today, turned into. A story out the Cowboys are interested. Then let them be interested. Oh, is, is that a, making a broken. pick there? That's a great play. It's a very good play. Too much 1975 football ideology. The game is changing. This is the moment. Pivot. Pivot. Move this really talented guy with a market. Do I got the Wani fucking conversation? If they have someone who can play relatively well behind him, then, then do it. But if they don't, you got to keep them. So you know, here's, I mean, here's what Colin said when he fucking cool. All right, signed. let's get to, back to the NFL. <clears throat> Bears linebacker Roquan Smith, remember last week, requested a trade after not receiving the extension he wanted. However, over the weekend, he announced he's going to play out the final year of his deal. What's he doing? The Bears stink. Why does he want to play on the shitty Bears? Colin, and he gave more insight into the negotiation process and how it's going with the Bears. I thought it was it was very distasteful to say the least. Um, wasn't what I look into. at his eyes. Those are the eyes of just like, look, I was in over my head. Yeah, uh, I got schooled hard in, yeah. in numbers. They were saying words I didn't had have never heard. Um, I don't I don't know. They what, have more than two syllables. I don't I know what a, I don't know what a, a roster bonus add on is. Yeah, they kept yeah. saying all these weird like, you know. Like, I'm sure that's what happened. They were like, all right, what about these roll-on roster bonuses? We want to add this. And he's probably like, um, what? Equimenius? <laughs> yeah. See what he dissipated, does. nor did I like what I expected from the situation. But, 
you know, I'm grateful for the uh, fans, all the loyal fans and everyone that uh, the players as well in the locker room and the city of Chicago that uh, stood behind me throughout this process. But now I'm just shifting my focus to the um, season and more so just focused on being the best teammate I can be. Um, I do feel bad because he seems beaten. He sounds defeated. Yeah. Of like, man, like I fucked up. Well, I wonder, I mean, if he's going to play his final year, maybe it's just like, I got to have a great year now. Here's why you know, I think happens. Because he's a very good player. Oh, I think he's solid. Absolutely. He's very good. Yeah. And he came at the Bears like, I want to be the highest paid linebacker. I like, and I'm sure it was a lot of, I'm going to be this. Look at how, what I've done. I, I'm only going to do better. And then I think he, the Bears were like, dude, we don't think you're that good, to be quite honest with you. And then he shopped himself around to teams. And I think the package that, that like, because the thing about Roquan is you're going to have to trade for him and then sign him to his extension. Well, exactly. To pay him money. And I don't think any team he talked to wanted to do that. So I think there's a lot of him. And this is where representing yourself hurts. He had to hear a lot of teams tell him. I wonder. I wonder. We don't want you like that. What else did he say? Oh, I'm just saying, like, look how sad he looks. Yeah, yeah. To those guys in the uh, locker room, uh, it's my last year of my deal. Uh, and, hey, I'm just going to take it, run with it, bet on myself. Like They I'll- could franchise him for three years after this deal runs. He's the true free agent in three years. So the Bears could be dicks and franchise him for the next two years. Give him one, a series of one-year contracts. Yeah. And he makes the, makes oh, the highest the, of the of the. It's uh, like the it's the like blended the, of the average the of the middle the uh, the average of the like the top ten paid, paid linebackers, yeah. the top five, yeah, yeah. He'd get like thirty million dollars a year or something like that, oh, which isn't bad. Yeah, but I think he wants like that's is what Deshaun did, and Lamar Jackson wants it, and they have still haven't talked about years, and I think that's where the talk about Lam- the breakdown with Lamar and the Ravens is is he's like I want a fully guaranteed contract. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, well, how long? And he's like, I don't care. Yeah, I just want this money. That I just want to, I don't want to not lose any money. Done, and the negotiations are um, over right now. He's, he's a great player. Yeah. But if you don't get another receiver or two before the season of the trade deadline, you're looking at fourth place. Uh, <laughs> listen, listen, here, listen. I mean, I'm sorry. The Lions are better. Yeah. Well, the Lions are better. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Because I bet on the Lions. I. <laughs> Uh, Minnesota fucking Dan Campbell so aggressive I love him oh my god even his microaggressions oh turn god. me on and I love I'm not dogging you bro Jay whatever you put in that little tight lip mouth of yours is all your business yeah in Detroit have significantly better offensive pieces Green Bay's got Aaron Rodgers so right now you are a mile behind your division let's see what he said about Green Bay I don't the know if there's. I mean, well, I don't know if they're that far behind the Lions. Listen to this. He throws a little bit in the little Viking love in there. Well, Minnesota and Detroit have significantly better offensive pieces. Green Bay's got Aaron Rodgers. So right now you are a mile. So outside, let me as you as someone who knows the Vikings, outside of Justin Jefferson, because that's who uh, who shouts out at me. Who do you think are his? Who he thinks are their big weapons? Oh, Dalvin Cook. Okay. The Dalvin Cook and Jefferson are genuinely good. According players to Colin, that. you need the big tight end though. So you think Irv Smith got it like that? Well, I, I think they're. I guess Irv Smith's on track to play Week One. We'll see. I, I mean, he hasn't played a lot, but uh, you know what's good? The Vikings have good receivers. They actually do. Thielen's decent. He's not. I mean, he's on the downside of his career. But that guy KJ Osborne is pretty good. And they're fourth and fifth receivers. They got a pretty good battle going on. I think that their offense is going to be okay. 
Uh, but their their center still blows. Four year starter. Th- they're going to start a rookie at right guard too, which seems all exciting and cool until he goes up against Kenny Clark and gives up two and a half sacks week one. You know, Kenny Clark's good. The the the, the, the Packers defense is actually good. Like it's genuinely like, like for modern defenses, it's actually a solid defense. So Packers shipping Penske, <laughs> Acme, Indy meat car, packing, car, hams, IRL, Christmas split. turkeys, Christmas hams. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Live in Los Angeles. I would actually argue that if they would, let's say they would trade him, which is probably not going to happen now. Well, they could between the deadline if they could figure someone, if they find some sucker to pay him fucking Bobby Wagner money, and you can get a first, a second round, a first round pick and an offensive lineman. I was going to say it shouldn't be a receiver. They should get a lineman. That, that, that's they should really draft. I mean, I, don't I like Velas Jones. I think this Velas Jones guy is going to be big. Who, who, who is he? They uh, got him from Tennessee. He was a USC kind of washout, and then he stayed an extra year because of COVID. He was in college for six years. Oh, the receiver. He was in there like fucking yeah. Van Wilder, <laughs> Van Receiver. Sounds like fucking, me. Sounds like my collegiate experience. It took me four and so a half here's, years. To and graduate. they said this on Twitter. I read this great tweet because that was his big thing. He's older than Darnell Mooney, and he's a rookie. Imagine looking at twenty-five-year-old. Six four horse muscled yeah. stud and go. You're too old for yeah, the NFL. Yeah, no, I, th- I, I think it's a load of shit. I think he'll be fine. It's the herd wherever. Oh, and he's definitely he ran like a 48 yard punt back. He's oh. fast as shit. Yeah. So even when he's learned, because I guess he's a little shaky on route running, he'll be he'll be our new Devin Hester. Yeah. And then when he learned Devin Hester, routes, I don't think didn't know how to even run a route. I think it was just they like, just they made him a wide receiver so they didn't have to so they could justify giving him a long term deal so he yeah. stayed on the team. Yeah, that was essentially we're going to turn you into a wide receiver, but you're really our full time kick returner. God, he was electrifying. He was electrifying every man. now and again. If you can break him into open field, he would catch a ball. Yeah, absolutely. But he just was not a good football player outside yeah, of returning sense. kicks. Yeah, yeah. And however, because he came in as a corner. Well, I, and it was I, just too short. I, I don't think he was ever a Mensa. I mean, I guess when it, when they interviewed him, they had to him, teach him how to talk. He had to take like speech classes. He had to like train how to talk to the media. Maybe listen. I think also he just said like when he would run, he was like, I w- I just run where they're they're not at. I just run to that spot. Like that, that was it wasn't That's like how quick he is, you yeah. leverage and you you look at where they. I'm sure it's like no, I just oh there there aren't as many guys over there, so I'm going to run over there and I'm good enough to do that, you know. So this is Colin, he was and, fast. This God, is he Colin was fast. and Jason talking about the Bears' pretty big victory over. Uh, they got some garbage time points, Seattle, at the end. Now Seattle's also Seattle. bad. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Radio, Fox Sports Radio, and FS1. Look at all those companies that broadcast our show. J Mac, Jason McIntyre's been in all week. He's been great, and uh, so we now after this weekend, they've cut the preseason down to four. So, if you got any problems with your team, you got a little less time to figure it out. Got to figure it out at scrimmages, and it appears the Bears have some issues. Despite despite last night, they're they won. Everyone in Chicago was so happy about every like all the local sports. Even the people who hate the Bears. Oh man, Luke Getzey can call plays. It looks like they might be able to subvert a little bit of their weaknesses. Well, well that was the knock on the previous regime, right? So the, the Is that Nagy was so hard headed? That it was like, you know, you're you're gonna run my system. Yeah. When something would go well, when they would change the system and it would go well, Nagy would be like, okay, now that we can use this as momentum to learn my system. 
And Getsy seems like the kind of guy that he's like adjust like what he has. Oh, we're only yeah. gonna do what we do well. Yeah. Well, th- and if that's... we stop doing that well, we're gonna stop doing it and do what we start doing well all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you can adjust. Because they you would know? even ask him, Luke, what's the offense like? And he's just gonna be like, Well, right now, whatever we do well, that's gonna be the offense. Yeah. Moments. They actually looked okay against the feeble Seahawks. They actually looked okay against the feeble Seahawks. No oomph. What do you make of it? Uh, Chicago Bears are terrible. That's a four-win team. Chicago Bears are terrible. It's a four-win team. You may not be wrong. <laughs> so I let's start with that. So I had said earlier this week, uh, the best players for the Bears um, last several years have mostly been defensive player, players. Their best player this year is Roquan Smith, and he wants more money. And I said I would trade him as good as he is, even if he's the best player, and I'd go get uh, an elite tackle a uh, solid wide receiver and draft picks. That's the thing, too. He keeps comparing Eberflus to Belichick and the defensive coaches. You got these defensive coaches. They got a special teams guy, two people calling plays. Like, he thinks because Belichick's doing it, all the defensive coaches, they don't know what the fuck is going on with their offense. Yeah, Belichick is a defensive guy. Eberflus you know, isn't even calling the defense. Yeah. Who's their D coordinator? His name's Alan Williams. He came from Indianapolis. Okay. He was like yeah. the sp- the assistant defensive coordinator. People could say, there. well, look how good they've been. They haven't been that good. I don't know. I think the Colts have actually, again, I said it before. They were actually a pretty good team. The Colts were a Justin Fields away from making a deep playoff. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I helped Justin I mean, Jason Fields. Taylor. Or, 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 so what, a lot of you thought it was crazy. Jason well, Taylor, that, that Seahawk defense isn't dominant, and Justin Jonathan Fields running Taylor's for his life. He ran for his life twice. He was five of seven for 39 yards. He had one series. He got the first play. He got blasted. And then he had to roll out. He had a nice fucking first down to Cole Komet. They kicked a field goal. I think goal. he's a decent enough tight it end. It was a fine first. It was a fine series. Yeah. Like he, he ran for his life, but he didn't go down. Yeah. And in weeks one and three, they play the Niners in Green Bay. Elite defenses. Ooh. Good luck. Uh, ba- Good luck. 57 to nothing. Trey Lance fucked my daughter. He's a Hall of Famer. At O line, one legitimate receiver and a defensive coach, which I don't think helps. Just, just think about one through six, what they've done since he's been drafted. So they draft him. In the second round that year, they draft a tackle well, with some issues, him. back issues. He's already had back surgery. Oh, see, that's the thing. They did draft an offensive lineman. Well, he's got back issues. Back surgery, Doogie Hauser, ABC, <laughs> ER, St. <Saint> Elsewhere, <laughs> Marcus Welby. You just listen to any of doctor shows. Uh, they, uh, they, uh, well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too. Listen, when you're a 320 pound human being, I don't know if your skeletal structure should have that much weight. Guys get hurt. It's what happens. You're yeah. huge. You're gigantic human beings. That's one thing about watching this old school football that I've been watching. You know, a big guy, like a big lineman back like in 1979, 80, 81, was like 260, maybe 270. Maybe two. Re, uh, Reggie Kinlaw was the starting nose tackle for, for the Raiders. He won two Super Bowl rings. You know, you know how much he weighed? What? As a nose tackle in a 3-4. He weighed 240 pounds and he played nose tackle. From like whatever it was, seventy-seven to eighty-six, very athletic. Uh, but but you know, guys. I mean, yes, guys got hurt back then. But I feel like the hitting, although cheap, you know, again, F equals M A. 
force is equal to mass times acceleration. The, the mass line. isn't as much, you know? Thank God, though, that my guy, Wani, came to my defense, though. Jesus. Look at how old Dave he is. Dave Wanstead is the fucking man, dude. He drinks whiskey and just talks bears with people, dude. Chicago. I was in Chicago for so long there, Colin. He's got a weird Pittsburgh, Chicago yeah, well, accent. Well, he's, yeah, he's from, uh, what, well, he's from Western PA. Oh, I'm from there. Me and Dan Marino, we did cook together. Well, well, he, he, uh, you know, he played for the 76 Pitt Panther championship team. He was, he was on the, on the line. He I blocked think, for Tony Dorsett. I think Wani's got his own whiskey. George Pickens. Those are big advantages. Wani is my coach, dog. <laughs> Wani and Lovey. Those are my guys. I actually liked Lovey. You didn't like Dick Geron? No, he kind of looked like a fucking bit. He kind of looked like a loafer. Like he just had the swing and all. We're going to work. What about Mark Tressman? Although Dick Geron <laughs> did way. have a nice defense. Uh, in 01, Mike Brown had to back to back, uh, you know, they got butt fucked by the Philadelphia yeah, Eagles yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah, they did. I, I no hope. Yeah, they were 13 and three that year. Yeah. Just that most rookie quarterbacks. Did the Vikings ever have a year where they went 13 and three and you were like, they're not going to do shit in the playoffs. Oh, I, 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 um, like that was the year. When oh, oh, when they lost the Giants forty-one nothing in the NFC Championship game, they were eleven and five that year, and they were eleven and two. They had, they finished season on a three-game losing streak. Their defense was an abomination to the sport of football. Talent Sawyer, you ever heard of him? Stalin no. Colony, you ever heard of him? So here no, we go. No. Here's Colin voicing his fucking displeasure. I want to hear what for- Wani has to say. <laughs> Wani looks fucking ancient. He's ready to go, dude. Yeah. I said this the other day. Years ago, the Golden State Warriors had a player named Monte Ellis. He was very, very good. He was their best player. <laughs> Let me tell you a story, Dave, about the Golden State Warriors. I think Wani's pretty dumb, I think but- San Francisco's gay, but go ahead, Colin. <laughs> exactly. Just but he bad. wasn't a great shooter. You know, they got human fecal matter over there in San Francisco. You, you got to get problem. your app. And shows where human shit's at. To shooting. Three-point shooting. And so they decided to let Monte Ellis go. He had a market, and he was their best athlete. But he'd been there a few years, and he wasn't generating enough wins. And so they went with Curry because... Dave, we got to be quiet. My wife's upset. Yeah. He was the next... He's what was happening to basketball. Ellis was an all-star. Ellis was their best player. He was not a shooter. The game is changing. Roquan Smith is I've not- been saying it for the last seven years. The game is changing. And I'll say it until it changes again. The game is changing. I'm getting wins for you. Outside of Moody, they don't have a dependable number two receiver. Their offensive line with the Bears isn't very good. And Justin Fields has to work. This can't fail. Again. And I look at Chicago. Why? Because I just set the narrative right there. Yeah. I'm the most listened to sports guy. So whatever I say becomes a story. Yeah. And I'm saying Justin Fields has to work. Chicago's history. I can't name their top five receivers. I can name their top five linebackers, but the world's changing. I've had general managers tell me, you simply can't pay big money for a linebacker unless it's... Your boy Les Snead did it with Bobby Wagner. Fucking so many linebackers got big contracts this offseason. Ray Lewis. Or maybe Darius Leonard because he gets the ball back. And in Chicago right now, I look at Roquan Smith and he wants big money. And I'm like, I like him a lot. And he may be the second best player, first best player on the team. But if you could get a star receiver for him or a left tackle with Justin Fields, wouldn't you have to consider it? You would have to consider it. And I'm not sure where the numbers are at. 
but a, but a couple points in defense of what the Bears are doing. I was up there and I had a long talk. I was up there and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Everflew. Let me tell you why you're being a total pansy right now, Colin. <laughs> Defense coordinator, or the head coach now. And they are going from a 3-4 to a 4-3. And it's a 4-3. There's different types of 4-3 defenses. They are in the mold of what we did at Dallas. I did it Miami. Used to crush fucking people's vertebrae. We're giving people CTE. This is real pussy eater defense here. Let's see. Chicago. Uh, they are in the mold of what Tony Dungy and Lovey Smith did. And when you look, when I go back and I say, okay, Derek Brooks in that defense, they are not a blitz team. This is, this is the team that's going to play a lot of different coverages, rush four, and your linebackers better make a lot of tackles. And you, Derek Brooks uh-huh. was invaluable for Tampa Bay. Zach Thomas was invaluable for us at Miami. Dave, quit talking your 1998 bullshit. Miami. Uh, Lance Briggs, Brian Erlacher I like Briggs. were invaluable to the Bears. All the same scheme. So I think you got to look at the scheme. And, and you mentioned Darius Leonard. I mean, take a look at Damari Davis. Take a look at Fred Warner. Take a look at some of the top linebackers uh, right now, and you compare Roquan Smith to these guys, and he's got he, he's got more tackles than him. I mean, the guy averages over 100 tackles as old. He's 25 years old. The yeah. Bears have a hundred. They will have a hundred. I'm old. My neck looks like leather. Yeah, Trust me. Look at it, man. Look at his turkey neck. I look like the inside of a business shoe over here. <laughs> I figured one of these earbuds doesn't work. I'm getting vertigo yeah. listening to you. Yeah. $100 million in cap space next year. Who the Bears? So, yeah. Like 193. Yeah. Like and I think that's part of what they told Roquan. They were like, we can't give it to you this year. He wanted it now. Oh. If it's bizarre, I'm on board with you, Colin. If you came in and said, this guy's asking for more money than any linebacker in the league, Bob, on and on and on. Then, then, hey, okay, what can we get for the guy? Let's investigate it. Look at those but Colin faces. If we're trying, if he's being reasonable with us, he was in a charity event last week here in Chicago. You know, he's what do they call the term in in house holdout or whatever the term is? I whatever these video God, games. Is he Twitch, drunk? <laughs> what do they call that? The whatever these video games. Fucking old. He's he in there sitting on a beanbag, whatever. I think he still does. Uh- I think he still does like Big Ten Network stuff. He does the score and stuff, and he'll yeah. be on Bears pregame. He's still so very he, much a Chicago I mean, fixture. He, he, he lives in Chicago. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Right yeah. on the lake, Kyle. Miracle Mile. The Viagra Triangle. I get it. <laughs> I do well, Colin. I go to Dublin's a lot. I go over to Hugo Frogs. This mustache. You don't want to know what it smells like. <laughs> Back to football, Colin. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I, you know, whatever that means. Uh, so he's... That's he's why a, I got such a tight shot on the Zoom. It's just nude women around me. Yeah. Live. All the meetings, he's working out. He's in shape. He's he working out. Post defense, you know, none of those things bother me. The guys attending charity events around the city. He's one of the good ones. He got yeah, 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 yeah. He's exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, he, he doesn't he, talk like the rest of them. Yeah. In my opinion, I would do everything I could to get this thing done, unless the numbers were uh, uh, absurd. Uh, if they're not, this guy in this scheme of defense makes a huge difference because he can he never comes off the field he plays the run he plays the pass he really abused this fucking guy 
He can blitz. I, 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 I give one. He's making points. I love that. Uh, the whole the key to this defense, though, the key to this system is that everyone plays beyond their human capabilities. <laughs> you got to really tire I yourself know. out. Dude, I, I was watching. One of the things I was watching on, on YouTube, uh, the timeline of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when they first came into the league, they were 0-26. Oh, yeah, terrible. Awful. Their coach who was from USC, John McKay, total dick. Funny, but a dick. They did two-a-day practices. For 10 straight weeks, they had 21 knee injuries the first year of the team. Do you think maybe that's a reason why? Like you're overexerting. That whole idea, the Vikings were very good back then. But Bud Grant used to start uh, training camp August 1st. Teams have two more weeks of training camp. And Vikings had very durable players. Very durable players. It's like this whole two-a-day thing. I, I, well, I think they made him illegal, I think, now. I, I don't think you can do him now in the NFL. But anyway, go ahead. Look how pissed he looks. Yeah. Looks like he's telling us to fucking rake those fucking leaves. <laughs> Get out of my yard. I'm sick <laughs> of you throwing your ball in here. I put pie. I got the leaves piled up. Don't jump in them. <laughs> this is the A pile to B pile. These are gaps. I'm training defenses. Support everything. And um, you compare him with those top guys. In my opinion, he's he's right there talent wise and production wise with all of them. So I, now, Dave, I respect you, but I just yeah, yeah, he's the he's the. I mean, would I, take I, it to the I think he makes a good point. You know, last if he's, straw is what I'm saying. Yeah, I I have my concerns with Fields. They have one receiver I like. He's got dreadlocks, just not. Yeah, he's a little well, bit light skinned. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I gotta think that there are so many receivers now in football. I mean, there's so many that they can. I think they can get some other guys to play receiver. I mean, there's got to be. I mean, I, I I don't think it's totally. I mean, I mean, Cooper Cup was not. Cause. They act like all of these coaches that have good receivers that they were just these big fucking diamonds in the draft. Like yeah. Devonte Adams, I don't even remember him until the first year. They were like, "This is an elite receiver." I was like, "I've never even heard of this guy." Yeah, yeah. Moody, nice tight end, decent. Call him Moody. It's Mooney. It's Mooney. I know exactly. Axe, yeah. but an offensive Moody's line is in the bottom. S and P five hundred. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> Six or seven. He's, oh, he's crushing it. <laughs> um, I think Detroit's going to be better. Minnesota's going to be better because Kirk Cousins will feel supported. Green. You know, that whole narrative. I couldn't wait for you to hear that. Uh, about Cousins. He is what he is. I don't think he's terrible. I, I don't need think he's a, support. Uh, and it's just like, you know, uh, well, it's not like he had some great success when O'Connell was the quarterback coach in Washington. They were still eight and eight like they always are. So I, I, I don't, I mean, I don't buy like he's going to take some leap. He is what he's got a 10 year track record. This is what he is. You know, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I think that they'll still be, a, they've been an effective offense the past two years with a curmudgeon for a coach. Maybe that makes a difference, but it's still the same talent. I guess Jefferson, by the way, has been like, he's literally, they're saying he's like borderline Randy Moss in practice. Like he's that good. Anyway. So Bay is probably not as good. I don't see light at the end of the tunnel for Chicago. Sell me on what you see. Well, I'll tell you, I had a long talk with Ryan Poles, the general manager, and we were talking about the cap space that they're going to Oh, so you actually get information from the Bears. Yeah, from actual people. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. from people. I don't got guys there. There's no billionaires in the... I'm trying to see see that building in the background to to know where he's at in Chicago. He looks like he's up north a little bit. Yeah, Like in one of those north northern condo type of thing yeah yeah looking yeah. south yeah i'm looking south 
For yeah. good south, though. I, 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 yeah, exactly. Not. So I'm looking south, but it's north. You, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. Well, anyway, go ahead. We'll go for it. What in my pilot, the, the, the character based on me, and this is based on a true story, one of the very first tests I ever did, it was on the north side of the city, and I looked out the windows in anticipation of this, and they faced south. And the landlord, I was, I was like, well, what direction is windows face? South towards all the N-bomb. She Ooh. dropped the, and I was like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Like, like the good south. Sign you said the good south. Up. It was like, yeah, you said the magic word and you now are being sued. So draft picks that they're going to have. We will know, and this is... And I, this, Colin, I'm cooking a spoon of meth right here as yeah. I talk to you. This yeah. is going to be a quarterback-friendly offense. I mean, they're going to give Justin Fields... Uh, you know, it, it, it may not... I know Getsy sounds clumsy. Can, Montgomery can catch the ball out of the backfield, too, yeah. a little bit, can he? Yeah. Not like, he's not like a specialist. He's no like Alvin Kamara, but... Yeah, but can he catch the ball 50 times, oh, you think, yeah. this year? Yeah. I'll be the high-scorest offense. I mean, it's they're going to have to play. Well, that's Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert's the big pass catcher. Great defense, but they're going to run the ball and they're going to move him in the pocket. They signed exactly. F- that, 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 that's what I like. They the signed move. a fullback, Colin. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. Uh, well, they're going to the I mean, They're going to have enough stuff to give him. It's a lot of split back. It's a lot of two back. Yeah. Shit to yeah, kind exactly. of like going wide and stuff. And yeah, because you have to kind of. F- create the zones for yeah, the yeah. for the linemen to yeah. hit the holes. It's kind of an old school offense in that sense. Absolutely, yeah. It's yeah. really about just creating spaces so you have time to make these dazzling plays. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's has to make plays. And then after this, we're at about a buck. Yeah. Ten, you want and they're going to protect them if they got to keep seven guys in the block. They're going to do everything they can to protect them. By week eight, if we have a conversation, we'll both be in agreement. It's going to be one of those things where 50 guys in a bar see see something, it's probably that way, regardless of what anybody else thinks, you know? And What's so I he think saying? By, I don't, I don't get that point. So he's just saying, like, he's saying what you're saying, give it time. Yeah. Like, if we're, ta- if we're having this conversation at Thanksgiving yeah. and people in Chicago are upset by week nine, then we can talk about Justin Fields and there being no light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I've got a lot of storylines to create until then. Yeah. <laughs> we're down here on this street, Michigan Avenue, in a bar. They're gonna. They're, we're all gonna be on the same page if Justin Fields is the future or not. Yeah, well, I don't. You, think, I don't even I, you think know, you can judge it this way. Just give give it some time. I don't think you can judge this season. Yeah. Even yeah. if he does well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Dave, I used to be one of these. Give a guy three years, but now with all the seven on seven camps, these kids come out. They're ready to play. Like I'll give you two years. I, I the the timeline I use. I'll give you a year of starting. Yep. In the second year by Thanksgiving, I'm gonna have private conversations with my GM and my owner, and I'm gonna know. I really feel like I I I'm not gonna give you. I used to be a believer in 48 starts. I'm kind of a believer in 24. Like I'll know at 24. Like a Daniel Jones. I'll know. Yeah. Listen, right. he's not accurate enough. He's just not accurate enough. Um and. You know, Gettleman didn't surround him with much, but <laughs> I always contend that teams know sooner than they let on. I was told this years ago by an agent, a company decides to fire you a year before they tell you mm-hmm. is what would you have? I have a company. I fire people all the time to see with Justin Fields that concerned you. Like, what was something you, you go to the GM at Thanksgiving and go, shit, we got a problem here. The, the only thing I saw coming back from Ohio State, and I've said this on the air here, 
You know, the guy in two years starting Ohio State, he was sacked 52 times. You know, 26 sacks a game or whatever it was. A season, and, yeah. You know, and it was over 50. I think it was 52. And I want to see. The biggest thing I want to see, I ain't worried about his accuracy or speed. I want to see oh. a big tattooed guy <laughs> break fucking heads. Hey, I don't know what he I want to see him make the decision and throw the get the ball out quick. Yeah. You know, and 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 help protect yourself. That's what I got to see. Yeah. I got to see a quick decision and the ball coming yes. out. Yes. And, and the style of offense can Wani is the king. Yeah, no, no I mean he, I mean he's right. Again, he's what what Kellamon doesn't do well is make a quick decision. You know, and that is you are not confident, you know. And throw an incomplete pass, that's okay. Just throw an incompletion. That that that, that is perfectly Throw it by someone's feet. Throw it out of bounds. It's okay, you know? So we are going to take a little break yeah. here. Yep. Uh, I'm going to play a couple songs, and then we're going to get into some commercials, and then we'll be back probably about uh, 8 to 10. All right. Love you guys. Children behave. That's what they say when we're together. recommends for itching maximum strength too a rinse with real medicine must be soothing you feel cleaner do you guys get itches <laughs> yeah they give theirs a sporty name <laughs> clean relief from massingill because it's your body that's why now without a pin a toothpick a gizmo it separates it defines lash by lash new lash by lash mascara by maybelline there's nothing like it pull out the brush and it wipes off the gum not once. 
twice. No clumps to pick at, no globs to pick on. Just perfectly separated lashes. Get the point? New Lash by Lash Mascara. Maybe she's born with it. With a little knowledge, you can turn any challenge into an opportunity. Nothing is impossible when you put your mind to it. Get ready to do astounding things. At school, it works wonders. where you can actually get them and afford them for back to school. $9.99 gets you these, these, and these. $12.99 gets you these really cool leather street sneaks, and these leather lugs are only $15.99. So admit it, others are going to want them and get them before they're gone. So get them, wear them, and, well, pay less. She's 13 years old, and she spends four hours every day climbing a wet ladder to do what she does better than most everyone in the world. And if she works hard enough, there will come a day when she'll leave the only home she's ever known and travel half a world away to the Olympic Games in Atlanta. <laughs> And everything this little girl from South Korea has grown up with, every face, every sight, every sound, will be far away. Everything but one thing. Because McDonald's will be in the Olympic Village to help feed the athletes. And anyone who might be hungry for a little taste of home. Tonight, Sunny Secrets. Cher wants to get rid of her last name. Plus, Willie Nelson, audience cam. And a long-awaited reunion. I you, How far would you go for the thrill of a lifetime? I'll be swimming unprotected within 10 feet or less of these sharks. Meet people who defy death just for fun. I want to do it some more and some more and some more. The adventure is about to begin, and you can come along. An all-new 48 Hours Thursday. It was love at first sight. Now all they have to do is tell their fiancés. If not for you, Monday's this fall after Murphy Brown. Oh, looks like his cereal left him flat. Of course, theirs didn't. So what's your excuse? Hey, pick up the broken pieces of your life and move on. Look, there's hope. Here, try this. See? Kellogg's Low-Fat Granola's got big clumps of rolled oats, brown sugar, sweet raisins, and almonds. Not flat little flakes. So you get a taste of anything but flat. So hey, wake up, get with it. Like they did. Try something that won't leave you flat. Kellogg's Low-Fat Granola. Now with even more raisins. And hurry, we can't take much more of this. Yeah, I use it as an icebreaker, a conversation piece. <laughs> Johnson's Clean and Clear. Nobody's zitless. An oil controlling astringent. I'm not going to lose sleep and not go out over this. Here today, gone tomorrow. I'm just here to ruin your life today. Thing. Deep cleaning with a pharmaceutical ingredient no leading astringent has. Zit. I mean, what's that? <laughs> it actually helps prevent pimples. Skin is clean, beautifully clear, and under control. Can you handle it? I can handle it. Clean and clear and under control. I remember the spring it rained incessantly 
the five brothers promised to make an Alfredo sauce that would drive the gloom away. So, with Vittorio's sweet cream and golden butter, Dante's finest aged parmesan, freshly grated, they created an extraordinary Alfredo sauce. And I, I prayed for more rain. Taste the new pasta sauces they inspired. Five brothers, one passion. toothpaste from the middle check out your host bathroom cabinet stop for yellow lights what's normal are you tomorrow on cbs this morning in the fast-paced world of dating i'm not one of those girls who uh, normally does this does what you know invites apartments back to their men nancy mckeon knows one thing for sure what do those girls normally say hey, can i get you a drink no i'm fine <laughs> oh can i get you a drink yeah, sure. nancy, you can't hurry love mondays after the nanny this fall clamato <laughs> This is CBS. Coming up, the race to the championship and details on how you can win a new customized Gladiator van. The race to the NASCAR Winston Cup championship is one of the best ever. Stay tuned for an update on the current point standings and all the latest on Winston Cup. The race is on at your local Western Auto Store. Stop by and get details on how you can win this 1995 full-size custom luxury Gladiator van. A VIP trip for two to Phoenix for this year's NASCAR Winston Cup race. Plus tickets to pole days and other races. Western Auto Racing t-shirts and hats. And subscriptions to Winston Cup scene. Get a registration blank at your local Western Auto Store and mail it in. Or send your name, address, and phone number on a 3x5 card to this address for your chance to win in the Race to the Championship. On Sunday, Mark Martin took the checkered flag to make it three wins in a row at Watkins Glen. I'm real pr proud and honored to drive for Jack Roush and work with Steve Neal and all these guys. Uh, we're in the hunt. We'll see what happens. Ted Musgrave has a firm hold on fifth place in the race to the championship, while defending Winston Cup champion Dale Earnhardt slips the fourth with 2,833. Mark Martin's win at the Glen boosted him to third, just 159 points behind. Sterling Marlin holds on to second place, but only seven points ahead of Martin. And Jeff Gordon remains the points leader with a 152-point lead. Join us here each week for the Race to the Championship. And stop by a participating Western Auto store for your chance to win. A major manhunt continues in Unicoi County, the latest at 11. How many times have you wished you had someone else's hair? That's all in the past. With Hydra-Vive shampoos and conditioners. See, at L'Oreal Paris, we found a way to give your hair the moisture it needs without heaviness. How does it happen? With daily moisture, not oils. Moisture that works within the hair, leaving it silky and light. Hydra-Vive, from the performance line of L'Oreal. Hydra-Vive. Think of it as daily moisture for your hair. Are you out there, AT&T? Of course you are. You're not going to like this. You know how all along you've been telling us at MCI to put it in writing? Sort of implying that we weren't telling the truth about our savings. Well, a proof of savings statement. We're sending them to our friends and family customers, showing them how they save. Put it in writing. I hate to say it, AT&T, but you asked for it. Five ounces of milk make every three-quarter ounce craft single taste better. How do they do that? See, they take the slice and make it into a rocket. Then they shoot it to the Milky Way. And when it gets back, 
These are commercials of the youth here. More milk yep. means better mm. taste, and every three-quarter ounce craft single is made from five ounces of milk. Back, I'm like, guys. So again, TV it history, this day in history. I figure since I got so much TV history. Okay. Now we can come back. Well, hello, Larry. That was the wrong hello, Larry. There it is. All right. So hello, I figure everyone. what I'll do is we got TV history on or here. Got from 1995. So we're continuing on. I didn't do a show covering last week. So I kind of got 15th through the 24th of 1995 that we can just kind of rip through. Okay. Got commercials, got sports games, baseball games, football games. There's also a Hallmark movie. TV schedules. There, sure. Oh, there's a Hallmark movie. Do you want to start with a, do you want me, let's put on a Hallmark movie and get yes. a little, let's get a little good momentum going here. Exactly. Let's rebuild some momentum. Uh, again, we, we, we used to do this game with the Hallmark movie that didn't quite work as well as I was hoping where we would, Watch, have to watch thing, one minute of it and then figure out the plot here's line. Here's what I think happened. We didn't watch as much Hallmark as we should. Like, I think we were like, let's try and guess the plot. It's so easy. And then we realized like, oh shit, it's not like it's like, it's the same plot, but there's one or two points. There's right, a little but not more nuances four. to it. Yeah. God, I, oh, what they do is so, oh, Sal, you know, some Sal, whenever I get stressed out, Sal. I like to turn on a Hallmark movie, Sal. You know, about some white girl going back to her hometown where she graduated from high school, Sal. And now she's made it big, Sal. And she used to look down on her town, but now she wants to go back. Is this a riff or a is riff? this an actual Ray no, the, Lewis? This, no, the, this is a riff. He did a, he did a poem. <laughs> you know, no, no, this isn't, no, 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 this is, this is me riffing. It's just, you know, something, Sal. She left her hometown, Sal. So she made it big in the here. big city, Sal. But something was empty, Sal. So she went back to a home. They got the town. Niners and Vikings on. Who won that game? Uh, Niners won seventeen to seven. So was it like kind of a? How do you think the Vikings looked? Oh, uh, Kellen Mond looked terrible. Did he start? Oh yeah, he started. He played the whole game. It, it, but, you know, the entire the entire preseason game was to turn to, to determine do we have a backup quarterback? Because him and this guy, they have a guy Sean Mannion. He's been there for eight years. So this is eight my- years. He is not a good quarterback. He cannot play the game of football. This is my one and only from you know. 2019. See, this looks like a commercial, but this is the movie. God, you're... It's... Again... The, oh. It looks like there's a commercial for Ben Gay or something like that. Exactly. When, you, <laughs> when you've been lovingly flicking water at your lover And your wrist paddle, is sore. Exactly. And your, and your rheumatoid kicks in. When, when I... Again, I've said this before. I'll say it a thousand times. If you were to transport me into this world and the color schemes were this bright and crisp, I would vomit within five minutes because it, it would be too jarring for my inner ear. My equilibrium would be thrown off. Is, does, does dirt even exist in this world? Is there dust? 
Do insects exist in this world? Yeah. You know, it is it is the most anesthetized, clean, Wouldn't that be funny if they whitewashed. Go, if Can they, I say if the they world? go in with raid and just fucking bash <laughs> all bug life out? Uh it, it is again, whitewashed is the keyword with the emphasis on the word white. It is oh my and it's just I don't know. I find it really nauseating and and really square. Just really square. Hallmark has actually prided themselves on like. Oh, they want to be square. Doing it better though. No, like we're not woke. Like we're woke now. That's why. Well, I know, lot, yeah. That's why a lot of these churches, like Candace Cameron, left because they're like, God. we're losing our opportunities. They want brown people to star in this and this woke culture. They don't say Christmas anymore as many times. Can you imagine looking at the world in that light? It's pretty weird. I, I kind of think, I don't know, for the first time, Keith, and I won't digress too far into this. No, this is not, this is not, this is not what the show is about. But <laughs> I, 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 well, maybe it's about digressing. I mean, that's what we do. I mean, that's essentially what this show is. Like digressions. <laughs> people twitch. The, like that's what Twitch is. Like if you watch Twitch, it's just people playing video games and talking about the video games sometimes. Yeah. But mostly just reading the chat and talking about rambling shit. And like, that's what we do. We just watch TV. So it, it, <clears throat> it is, you know, I've been very pessimistic about the elections coming up. We get 30 to 50 rewatches on Twitch after this. So that's actually pretty good. It's decent. It's more than oh, YouTube I mean, and you and Twitch keeps everything up. How many do we get a month? How many people like listen to it a month? Uh, probably, f- I mean, close to 400 with everything with audio and video. That you know that that isn't so bad, you know. No. I mean that, that 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 that's not. I mean, yeah, it could be better, but I I, I don't. I mean, I thought it'd be less than that, you know. Yeah, I mean, we still we're still get, trying to get true. Like we found the like we're getting into is that Winona group. Ryder? Who knows? <laughs> it's not some stuff for Founders Day. Oh, and I was just about to explain that uh, I'm exhausted from. I look at question. that vein in his fucking muscle. That's a long vein. I was just about to inject some fucking thibuterol. <laughs> I I have a question for you. Keith. What's that? And you know, when you get exy, it sometimes rubs me the wrong way. Have any of these women ever had sex non-missionary style? Non-mish? Just just face-to-face? Have they had no- sex non- non-face-to-face? Oh, probably, but like, with the, with between the eyes. <laughs> well, they don't, they do it missionary, but they do the ear-to-ear, so they could fucking... So they can't, they can't even, like, look at each other. So they can whisper to people, yeah. God, this is just so... Well, no, it's it's mouth to ear, so you could whisper sweet nothings, and you could just talk about how, how, yeah, that's all, that's all, that's hallmark lovemaking right there. I'm pretty square in the sheets anyway, too. Who, who, who am I kidding? I'm I'm not some lovatron. I'm just, you know, I want to be nice and sweet, and that's the honest to God truth. That's what I like being. You know, that Brooke Shields. That definitely looks like Brooke Shields. It's not though. It's not. You Uh, never know. I I thought no, it's not. It's not Brooke Shields. You'd be embarrassed if your if your Brooke was doing this. Uh, I, I like you because I'm always the one who always says, hey, hey, is this George Clooney? Yeah. <laughs> is this George Clooney on, on a Hallmark movie? What if yeah. when she's not even the star? Oh, there's is that. So what is it? What, what's oh, the plot? Oh, this looks like Stephanie Tanner. Yeah, that's the chick who plays. The, oh, no. Pascal Hutton is Stephanie, but I thought it was Stephanie okay. Tanner. Sam Page. Stephanie Hussar. I'm an immigrant. Stephanie come in. Can. Hussar, I come Hussar. in season two. Rhonda Dent. Rhonda Dent. And who is Two-Face? And then Gary, Gary Yates, Yates director. The oh, my Lord. He probably has a place in Silver Lake. I live right? in Baldwin Hills. <laughs> he's, he's, he's an urban pioneer yeah. living in Baldwin, moving to Baldwin Hills. So do you want to get some plot info here? Or do you want to try and guess? Um, 
Okay. Okay. I already saw it a little bit. Okay. Well, it's on a commercial right now, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we've only so, seen, so they were canoeing. They were canoeing. So far from what I've seen, what we've seen is not going to give away the plot of the movie. It's not. Uh, the canoeing thing is part of it. That's certainly a setting. There's obviously the two guy love interest. Um, <laughs> There's obviously a broke back mountain aspect to it. The, well, no, I mean, the two guy, meaning like the woman who has to decide between the two guys. Which is that's always kind of a it's not usually a theme of Hallmark. No, there's two guys. It's oh, never there's, two guys. There's always two guys, but it's never they have to choose. It's always just a girl comes somewhere where she either doesn't want to be or she's intimidated to be. And then there's one dude who either doesn't want her there or is like just oblivious to the situation and is just so a part of the town. It's just like, whatever. I don't know why this is such a big deal to you. We're just some small and she, town And she gets kind of annoyed by him at first. And then it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I've never seen him this nice to anybody before. He usually just claw hammers the first person yeah. he sees. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to watch a guy a in a flannel yeah. boots, work boots, whether it be a cowboy or carpenter. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's a certain ruggedness to yeah. him. Exactly. Or they're like a, a, a himbo. Meaning like what? Like V neck, <laughs> that muscle guy. Just yeah. Fucking vascular. A himbo. That's fucking hilarious. Just fucking vascular, dude. Like a male bimbo. Is that yeah. what it is? A himbo. <laughs> Just vasque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I recognize that actor with, with with the arm. I think I recognize him, but I, I didn't see him long enough. So it made an impression. So I, I, I'm gonna. I want to watch a little bit more of it. I bet you we should only watch one minute war. While we watch, we'll go yeah. through the new. So I got the new network schedule for the new shows sure. that have been added and sure. gone here. So we'll start with ABC. We got returning Abbott Elementary. I, I mean, the legal stuff behind Ooh. what happened with it getting is stolen. Dave, is Dave Helm going to get a, uh, get no. a check well, on that one? he's got friends on it, so I'm sure he's not too fucking furious. It was more of a, when we started hounding him about it, because he even mentioned, like, oh, I think they stole one of my jokes. He goes, I submitted a pilot to that same company. And when we both were, like, everyone at the table was like, oh, my God, they stole your shit. And he was like, no, no, no. Like, he almost got upset that we started, that like, saying that. Yeah. Saying that. Yeah. Like, I'm sure if I had him on this show, he wouldn't want to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's got, like, friends on the show. Like, yeah. Janelle James and him are friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, America's Funniest Home Videos, back. American Idol, back. Uh, Bachelor, back. Nothing really surprising. What's not Getting back? the return. You know? So, not returning is Blackish. That had a series finale. Oh, yeah. Dancing yeah. with the Stars. A lot of these game show, a lot of these reality shows, competition shows, all moving to streaming services. Mm, that makes now, sense. I don't know if they're opening well, up for more know. reality, but I think a lot of these cable networks are going hard on sports. Like ABC, CBS, all of the networks besides ESPN just got a huge Big Ten deal. Oh. So I think a lot of this movement is moving aside some prime time Did for these big ten big games, that was? like seven billion dollars. Seven billion dollars. That's e Premier League. E each university, That's League, bruv. each university is going to get like a hundred million bucks a yeah, year. Dude. I mean that 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 that's or eighty to a hundred million bucks. Wisconsin boy, they. I mean they're you know. God, oh, I, they're all going to reap the benefits what, of it. What a difference! So we got some new series there. though. Alaska Daily. Celebrity Jeopardy. I don't know why it's a new series. Maybe it's just so it's celebrities who play Jeopardy. The Rookie Feds, which is that Nathan Fillion show. So that it's all about the offshoot. It's all about that potential fucking and even all these new series. Let's see what this Alaska Daily is. An upcoming television drama created by Tom McCarthy, starring Hillary Swank, 
as a journalist seeking seeking a fresh start in Anchorage, Alaska. So it's Northern Exposure, but with yeah, a, a yeah. journalist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. Hillary Swank, Jeff Perry as Stanley. Uh, and is it Malloy. a cast of quirky, ca- an ensemble cast of quirky characters? Yeah, this one might not be this. The quirkiness might be the blandness of them because it's Anchorage, Alaska. So it's probably mm. going to be a lot of like never been people that talk to stuffed beavers and stuff like that. Because, <laughs> you know, that happens in Alaska. Although, you know, some Alaska, not many women up there. We not got this women. show called Will Trent. There's some shows that don't have Wikipedias. Let's see what Will Trent is all about. Is that is that Gary Trent's brother? Maybe it's just some. They always, every now and again they'll give some fucking bean toothed British guy a fucking show yeah. in America. Yeah, exactly. Fucking Will Trent. I'm gonna do the news for you. Uh, I'm gonna be the next Stephen Merchant. Is that so? Is that okay? Kay Adams doing some commercials here. She's just you know she's spreading out her profile. She's you know she's not doing. Is that football. who that is? Yeah. She, she, oh, she's, she's a Good a Morning America. Anchor. Yeah, she's, she's a Good a Morning sports, Football. Right? But yeah, but but she just left that to do something else. So I think she's uh She's spreading out her profile. She's cool. I well, like her. I like I, her. I find her very cute. I like her. And the, who's the who's the blonde Look one? Look at this freaking setting. I know. This Come looks like. Come on. They just bought out a Home Depot. Come I was just checking on. in on work. God, I was just, just doing. I was just checking in my perfect garden. Needs berries to make pies for Father's Day. Who this tends is, to all of that work? I was just weaving you an apple basket. God. Oh. So, okay. Okay. The. Now we have a better better sense of the, uh, on the setting. Uh, it it, it is like is an apple thing, orchard, I, or it's a you know. I don't know, man. This so far this doesn't match up with what it. So let me just tell you the two words I saw. Okay. When so there's a they're contestants on this show called the one. Ooh. So they've been so whatever they're doing. Oh, I so think it's like a bachelorette. It's like a bachelorette, like a bachelorette yeah, yeah, type yeah, yeah. of show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So. She probably was reluctant. She's probably a. This is her land. She looks like she's fucking. I've grown these cherries. You know, I urinate on the soil to till it. <laughs> I use my fecal matter yeah. as, as a as a spread. I have my spreader. My bird feeders are all menstrual cups with water in it. So this- and it seems like he came here as a contestant, like. I just want to win some fucking money on your stupid fucking strawberry island. Because I'm gonna show off my arms. Yeah. And then they fall in love. So let's see. That's my guess. Let's see what we got here. Okay. So, so yeah. Okay. I, I'm st- give me a little chance. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So, so they're contestants. She, okay. She's trying to figure them out. It's, here's some dialogue. The big part of the problem was me. There's a lot that went unsaid. I show a lot of muscle and that intimidates people. And I got to remember that. I'm going to put myself out there. I remember the first time I got a vein in my bicep and I was so afraid to just go out in public because I didn't know what people were going to think. And I didn't care because I could just knock them out. What are you afraid of? <laughs> you afraid if I just grab you by the throat? He just starts fucking getting all Mike Douglas. Starts getting instinct so, so, with so, her. Yeah, so yeah, I'm here. I'm here more. Lows. You said vulnerability didn't come easy. <sighs> She's gonna break. Okay, kiss her. Kiss they her. Got, right? Well, they can't kiss until the end. It's got to signify their love. But the tension's there. Oh, they want to. Okay, so yeah. let's see how far we are. They still have to have their moment where they like get upset with each other. Yeah. Oh, you see, she's confused. Why did he just pull away? 
I'll, you know, I can't just kiss. I'll really just fucking rail Look you. Look at her. She's wearing her cowboy boots and her setting. And- uh, how's that going? Any progress on the promotion? Oh, no. But mostly because I just haven't talked to my bosses yet. Well, why not? Want me to kick the shit out of your fucking boss, dude? I'm afraid to ask because I am afraid of rejection. Or maybe afraid of success or new heights. Or you're intimidated Ooh. by how cool I am. You're right. You're right. Yeah, 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 exactly. She, yeah, she's intimidated. Okay. Okay. I've seen enough. I, I don't know what it is, but, we, I, 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 <laughs> but, but, but I've seen enough. So yeah, what is it? Contestants on the one try to determine if they're fated to be together. Meanwhile, sparks fly between the female contestant and the handsome ranch owner who acts as their guide. Oh, 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 oh okay. So, so they're not actually filming anything in that sequence, obviously. They're just walking. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Oh God! Are they just—they're just working with flowers. Give and me a. It's so. Who just says it like that? She's there. I'm in the middle of selling my company. It's a major in the major. Oh, God, it's just, <laughs> it, it just. Have you ever merged a corporation? <laughs> <laughs> it, it is you know what it is it is it, 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 it's like square sorority girl like mindset of how things should be i just it's, sold, it's so freakishly quaint i, I God, just I like it i just sold my bread knife company and even the old people uh, exactly i just sold martha stewart they wanted to buy it and how much money did they make i made 125 million dollars because that's how it works and look at the even the old people you see because my know, family has been frying turkeys for 200 years you realize part of the reason why they always have an old couple in these movies too, because you know something, Keith. You want to grow old with someone. Don't I you? just sold my horse hair braiding and, and, factory. And you can still be happy when you're older. You can be because you know something, Keith. If you're not married, you can't possibly be a happy human being, Keith. Don't you realize that you can't be satisfied? How are you going to grow old? You just grow old. You're just single <laughs> and you grow old. That, that's just what happens, you know. Oh, but you want to be with someone, don't you? Yeah, yeah. It, it is like square sorority girl entertainment god it just don't so like it looks it. like abc has given a cast contingent pilot order do you know what that is no way cast oh. contingent means that they don't like you have to cast this and or we won't green light it yeah okay Jesus. so get get used to it oh, god. abc has given a cast contingent pilot order to will trent a crime drama based on karen slaughter's best-selling book series uh, so Will Trent, it's a 10 book series takes place in Atlanta and features GBI special agent Will Trent and his partner, Faith Mitchell and Angie Pulaski. The first two books in the series are triptych and fractured later. Sarah Linton in the grand County series join this. Oh, so there's like all sorts of fucking look at them film this reality show. Come on. So would you describe this as a meta show? This a meta episode? There's nothing meta about these fucking shows. Well, 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 about these movies. Because uh, it, it's filming while they're being filming. A, yeah, but a, they're not going to act. They're never going to show the show they're making. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, all exactly. just these two. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. They can't afford that kind of. They couldn't have. They probably couldn't even afford equipment to sh- film the equipment. Any equipment they fil- that they have is being used for this production. Yeah. So yeah. they probably are all just like being contestants Ugh. but like this is off air no idea you were doing that me neither there's I, nothing 
There's nothing even... Rem- you mean Roe v. Wade's been overturned? Check it out, dude. We're wearing the sh- our shirts the same length. <laughs> We're showing the same amount of sap, dude. <laughs> you mean Roe v. Wade? That got overturned. What is Roe v. Wade? I don't know what it is. Oh, there's oh, no Oh, you mean abortion. tens of millions of women are going to have their rights taken away? Crow, that doesn't matter. There's no abortion in this. Of course there's, there's no, no abortion. Yeah, there's, there's, no, there's nothing political. Everyone's life and, Pepsi, and you know, some, pop. They're, uh, and they think this is woke because they have like what an Asian person on or two black lesbians kiss one time, a little peck on the cheek. Oh my God, the family is under attack. God, it's so we got a uh, show called The Company You yeah. Keep. That sounds like Search a comedy. Google for that. It sounds like a comedy. The oh, Company yeah, Milo you Ventimiglia. Keep. Let's see. This is a Hollywood Reporter article. The bra- uh, ABC has picked up uh, the company you keep, a drama starring This Is Us favorite Milo Ventimiglia for a mid-season schedule. The show is the second ABC uh, has added over the summer. Based on, on a Korean series called My Fellow Citizens, the company you keep comes from This Is Us producer... I want to know what the show is called. Oh. Ventimiglia plays Charlie, a con man who shares a night of passion... That leads to love with a CIA officer, Emma. Again, you you know what you describe that as? It's the first day of the rest of your life. An event happens and all of a sudden you pivot and life changes. Unknowingly on a collision course professionally, per the show's description, Charlie ramps up the family business so he can get out for good. While Emma's closing in on a vengeful criminal who holds Charlie's family's debts in hand forcing them to reckon with the lies they've told so they can save themselves and their families from a disastrous consequences. Okay, that, 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 that's, that's not a log line. That's a log paragraph. You know? <laughs> CBS is bringing back all the regular stuff, your young Sheldons, your SWATs, your NCISs, yeah, your FBI. Yeah, CSI their- Vegas snuck in, even though they only had like eight episodes and it did okay. As far as network TV goes, CBS is number one, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Who's number three? NBC? Yeah, probably. Just like NBC and ABC bounce back and forth quite yeah, a bit because yeah. they have the a couple pop out, like American Idol's on ABC now, and NBC's got the voice, so that keeps them flipping yeah, and yeah, flopping somewhat, back yeah, and forth. Yeah, yeah, somewhat relevant. But so. all the good sitcoms are on CBS. In the late 70s, Keith, when there was just three networks, NBC was number three. This is pre-Cheers, pre-Hill Street Blues, pre-LA Law, pre-them being big in the 80s. In the late 70s, the uh, uh, Johnny Carson, The Tonight Show. Blue Bloods is back, damn it. Did you know, did you know what 20% of the revenue of NBC was generated just in The Cosby. Tonight Show? Just in The Tonight Show in the late 70s. That's the kind of one fifth. You know, that's a lot of Fred right Silverman, there. you know, and my bitch, Fred Silverman, a globalist, and my bitch wife took half. Now, is this actually the, are we watching, are we still watching the, <laughs> hey, it's Keith, look at this. Look at the, look at the TV. Uh, so is this actually the, uh, oh, yeah, is the this Hallmark? The movie? <laughs> No, it's a Zyrtec no, this commercial. Is a Zyrtec commercial. Yeah, but it looks the fucking same. The same lighting. Listen to this music. They're listening to the fucking doing clay pots. Listening to fucking <laughs> breakaway fucking music. house music. Yeah, clearer skin and less joint pain is possible. When you get HIV, prep is here for you. Fucking talking about the HIV. Yeah, the HIV exactly. So, okay, okay, so we, we, we know the new shows are going to be coming out in, in the TV league. CBS, it's East New York and Fire County, uh, The Real Love Boat, an American romantic uh, comedy television drama. It's the same thing. 
They're doing the same thing. They're doing they, the real love boat, dude. They, they just said the same. They're, they're splashing water on each other. It's the same thing as the uh, as the Hallmark well, yeah, show. That signifies playfulness. God, 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 it's so fucking. It's smart. like pushing someone in a puddle. Oh yeah, True Lies is getting a TV series. They're gonna have a show. You mean, you mean based the, on the movie True Lies? Oh, for, with, with uh, Schwarzenegger. Uh, yeah. That was Schwarzenegger was in. Yeah. So help James me, Cameron. Todd. I covered this on the last episode. So help me, Todd is gonna be a show. If I remember correctly, about a dude named Todd who has to is forced to work at his mother's law firm. Prominent attorney that Margaret look, lives mm. for the law. Her new private investigator and son lives to bend the law. When worlds collide, justice is formed. Uh, that, you got a that, line like that for your show because that'll make fucking people come. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we worked on our log line today, and we're, we're it's actually coming together. It really is. It honestly is. We actually have two log lines that we're going to run past the person helping us out here. I have a more efficient. We let the dogs in. I, I'm sorry that 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 sounds like a. Well, it sounds like the well, show's uh, called "So Help Me, Todd." I, I I'm guessing. I'm guessing short shelf life. Fire Country is like a, a fire truck show about the about like the Seattle area because okay. it's Fire Country. East New York, I think, is another cop show. Super fan is about the bears, and then you got true lies. Be positive, bull, good Sam. How we roll, not coming back. Magnum PI moved to NBC. How we roll, not yeah, coming back. Got right? canceled. <laughs> United States of Al got canceled. Can I just say a quick story? Sure. Here? So, as you know, I get Twitter feeds, as we all do. Yeah, I follow yeah. Jed Apatow because Jed Apatow did retweet me at one time seven years ago. He still retweets you. He still likes your tweets a little bit. Oh, he does. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I don't even. I, don't even I know can that. see every now and again, like a tweet will pop up, and I'll be like, and it'll say above it, like so and so liked this. Oh, interesting. So I looked at one of his one of his tweets, and he he was at Largo, you know, which is that kind of known kind of comedy music venue in town here. A lot of hip comics go up there, and he was seeing Tenacious D. Tenacious D coming back to play some music. Jack Black was there. The other guy from Tenacious D, and he had a picture. Apatow had a picture, a selfie. Did a selfie of everyone who was there. Yeah. And who do you think was smack dab in the middle of the picture? Holmes. Yes. And I was just, it just like. Oh, Petey. It just, you're not as good as them. I just want to let you know that. You know, it's just. You know who is as good know. as them? Nicholas Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Putting on National Treasure Book of Secrets. Exactly. I had lunch with my buddy uh, Ryan Ridley to drop a name. So let's go to the CW here. Show's coming back. All-American, All-American Homecoming. That's a show about high school football. I might actually get into that. Tate Diggs is in it. And he's always oh, a, yeah. he's always an award-winning experience. Yeah, yeah. I think D Diggs is it. Yeah, exactly. Coroner. Is that Voight? Yes, that is John Voight. <laughs> I'm not. They won't let me see my grandchildren, Nicholas. We're in the right place. Because well, he's a weird born-again Christian, Dude, right? Dude, we got. Do you want to watch his interview with Tucker Carlson? Yes. We were going to watch that immediately. I want to hear his weird... God, it, well, I know Jane Fonda, because Helen Mernon's, Mernon's in this. Jane Fonda uh, said that you know they, they were really good friends because they were in the movie Coming Home, which uh, it was a Vietnam War movie. I think that he won a, maybe a Best Oscar for that, and I think uh, Fonda was nominated, and I think it was you know, a pretty popular movie, and they maintained a friendship, but she said that she can't really communicate with him now because he's just gone so right-wing Christian weirdo. Like they, they don't have a friendship anymore. Which is not surprising. You're a confused actor. Oh, yeah. Man, was this... There's no way this was from 2021. Fucker Carlson. What a great human... What a national treasure Fucker Carlson truly is. 
what a great human being. I mean, really trying to bring people together, you know, uh, really trying to look for a basic common humanity between us all. Just, I mean, truly a respected television journalist, I would say. What a piece of, ugh, God, I do not. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Tucker Carlson, not a good human being. These, these are the cutting-edge opinions you're going to get. He's all into Keith ball Bezos. radiation therapy and stuff. Oh, yeah, because he thinks like, He's ma- like ma- men are like, they don't have as much testosterone. Like mas- yeah. Masculinity is on the wane. No, 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 crow, no not it's on the wane. not. Not on the wane, Crow. Under attack. Yeah, under siege. Well, again, the, this whole like narrative they put, God, he's such a piece of shit. The entire state of California, whose politics... I put on a flannel and I'm not wearing a bow tie. My chest feels exposed. I don't have hair on this particular part of my torso. John Voigt, and we are grateful to have him with us today in the studio. John Voigt, thank you very much. Soccer, great to So I just, I cannot, re- I, know, I know you're going to hate this. <sighs> National Treasure 1 and 2, Tucker. You know, it's me. A montage of... a. Clips of various films. We were going to put a montage together of you just beating people up. And I, I, I want to hear what I the, have what seen personally here. and that have kind of shaped our culture. Um, and so here's just a very quick. What John They're going to show Midnight shaped our culture. A Midnight Cowboy. Joe yeah. Right. Rated X. It won the movie. Of the, yeah, you had the sex with a man in Midnight Cowboy. Did uh, you really? Uh, I remember. I, I saw the champ. You didn't really touch a guy. I'll have to back away from you. That's I the saw- only. That's the only six feeding I do is if you've been homosexual. Mission Impossible. These are movies and that shape our culture. A, he was ridiculous in Anaconda. Look at that ponytail. <laughs> he was. That's twenty five years ago, dude. He was trying to be crazy like walking in the he's Anaconda a, a, era. <laughs> And to think I gave up a little Yeah, he, he played Howard Cosell and Ali. It's hilarious. I'm the best thing ever happened to you, Cosell. Without me, you'd be a tall white man with a microphone in his mouth. And without me, you'd be a mouth. And without me, you would just be an N-word. Ray Dalio. I practice saying the N-word all the time, Tucker. We will hear arguments in Roe against Wade. Oh, yeah, he was in the Roe v. Wade movie. Oh, some right-wing thing. These are movies thing. that shaped our culture. Well, because I can't get work in the woke mob culture. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, uh, I think this is for coming home. I think this is one for coming home. Yeah. I groped 19 women that night, Tucker. That's what he has to say. That's, that's movie history. Up until the present day, I, I was watching. Do you remember making all those movies? But let me start with the first one. Me- <laughs> You're not a loser like John Cusack, who's always tweeting liberal. <laughs> and it became, you know, one of the people to watch it. I mean, that's one of the great films ever made. 28. Amazing. I read somewhere that you got paid basically nothing for that movie. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I, uh, I was up for this wonderful role. I read the book. Somebody gave me the book when I was in... Uh, um, doing a, a you know, you got to read the he's, right book. He, he's estranged from Angelina Jolie. I read the right? book I mean, right after Atlas shrugged. <laughs> right after Atlas shrugged. Good, good, good deep cut there. Good, well done. And I looked at this you know? uh, attractive fellow and I said, "Why did he give me this thing?" And I read through it and I said, "Oh wow, this is an interesting piece." And I had known Dusty Hoffman and I sent him Dusty Hoffman. Dusty, yeah. He, he, of course, he won't talk to me anymore because yeah. he's woke. And, well, yeah, and, and you know, he, he is a globalist, right? Yeah. He's a globalist. Hoffman, that ain't Catholic. <laughs> he ain't taking uh, communion, you know? I remember everything about the pursuit of that piece from having, once I read it, I saw something's in this. I know that this, given to the wrong people, Jews, be a very <laughs> vulgar film. But, but I think it can be very powerful and very touching. 
and uh, have something. It's to a say. good movie. You've seen Midnight Cowboy, haven't you? Yeah. I mean, it, isn't it's a, John Travolta in it? No, 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 no. Travolta's not. It came out in '69. I'm a cowboy. I could have been a cowboy. I mean, it, it was rated X and it won the Oscar. It's the know. only X-rated movie to win an, win the Oscar for Best Picture. Uh, Michael Medved, who was a total right-wing uh, film critic back in the day, said he pointed to that movie as a, when, when the American culture went downhill. Because four years earlier, the what, what the hills are alive. What, 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 what's the uh, Sound of Music won, yeah. won the Oscars. And, and some of this is like, America changed in those four years. And I knew I was protecting that character. If that character had had... Is any Rizzo Ratso in that? Yeah, yeah. He dies hey, at the you end. know, Rizzo Ratso. That's, that's what I can't... Even though people are like, this is an acclaimed movie. All, I wouldn't be able to get past the character nature Name. of it. Yeah. Hey, Jack, what are you doing in New York? The city's <laughs> real dangerous. Don't you know, Petey Boy? Hey, Jack, Jack Charlie, Jack Smith, you know, hey, we're going to go get in a lot of a trouble tonight. I'm going to end up dead at the end of this movie. Wink, yeah. wink. I know, I know. Hey, your- Charlie, Jack Smith, you know. <laughs> Fred, calling people by the name that they're not. Yeah. Right, ingredients. We worked with this wonderful director, John Schlesinger, who had just come off of uh, Academy Award with Darling. Start talking about the libs, dude. Yeah, I don't exactly. care about your I know, fucking career. career. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He wrote, wrote this up somewhere, but he hadn't had anything to root for in a long time. He's yeah. old. He, he really crying? is old. He's crying. Yeah. Yeah. Look at him. He's getting shocked. Took it out. Oh. This guy hadn't had a, you know, he, I, I wrote, wrote this up somewhere, but he hadn't had anything to root for in a long time. Yeah. What, 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 what's he talking about? I don't know. He's just an old man. He's crying like my Aunt Jean. <laughs> He's just old. Oh, yeah, he, I know he had some warped theory on, you know, what happened with Hollywood and how they used to make patriotic films. And they're sitting there. I don't know. I think Hollywood's pretty, and says, pretty on board for most war, you know. They know. I said, what, what, George? He says, I, I took this pause, you know, thinking, thinking. What if they're talking about George Hamilton or something yeah, yeah. like that? George Hamilton was a wonderful man. Do we got to go? Like, have they been pontificating? Deserve it. He was so happy, you know? So he called his, and then he would call his wife. His daughter. This is unbelievable. I experienced something that brought me to this understanding okay, here, yeah, here, that here. I wasn't alone. He, what happened? It's really, it's religious. It's religious. Now, you want me to tell you? I do. I'm in trouble. <laughs> I subscribe to Alex Jones, Tucker. <laughs> you brought it up, John. You want me to tell you? Hey, you didn't hear about the gay frogs and none of this? Why did you bring it up if you didn't want to talk? <clears throat> Tucker Carlson got it out of me. Well, I won't tell anyone. Okay, no, I'll, I'll, you don't. I'll listen, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna hang out after this, right, John? <sighs> yeah. I was in a lot of trouble at one point. Had a divorce. Had some problems. Yeah, you like your daughter never wanting to see you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they don't communicate. Refusing correct? to use your name. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. Not, you know, I'm not allowed to see my grandchildren, Tucker. Yeah, legally. Well, he became born again, correct? And uh, and I was in this little house. Get to the point, you old fart. And I was really suffering for many reasons. My career was a little bit in flux at that time, and lots of things were going on. 
my relationship to my kids and my wife and stuff. And I was on the on the Is floor. Is he talking about his religious I found experience? Myself on the floor. Yeah. Saying, "It's so difficult. It's so difficult." I said it out loud. I was hallucinating because I was I was on LSD. Withdrawing. From I, I, I went back in my time machine to 1969. And I heard in my ear, it's supposed to be difficult. Yeah, you have voices in your head. You're a lunatic. That's what's funny. going on. You know what was, Tucker? Tinnitus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have tinnitus. <laughs> I was yeah, hearing yeah. my neighbor. Yeah. I get subsonic he, hearing. He's noise. obviously talking about God speaking to him, correct? Yeah. <laughs> you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine? Like a separate no, voice. No, I can imagine it. Yeah. But I don't think it really happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I imagine exactly. My imagination was running wild, actually. Oh my god. He's telling yes. me that. It's supposed to be difficult. It's supposed to be difficult. How powerful is that? How powerful is that? It's a voice of wisdom, kindness, you know? Male. It was a male yeah, voice. Because it wouldn't be a female goddess. Two distinct voices god. were female and male, and I got that. That that is how I des- deduce that trans people are subhuman. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's not gonna let trans issue, I'm sure. Clarity. I mean, it had so much resonance, this voice. What a message. It's supposed it's to be difficult. difficult. <laughs> Can you imagine? Wow. Imagine. I mean, this is it. Why are you laughing, Tucker? This is a guy on the floor. Well, by the way, is this being, is this like filmed in some like Wyoming, like, you well, know. This is where I do my testicle red light therapy. God, we're here on the ball. We're here on the red ranch. He's just insane. It's just bizarre. It's well, because this is Tucker Carlson today. This is his uh, Fox Plus show. Yeah. Like the Fox News Plus. He's just a regular guy where he's wearing, a, you know, you know, he's, he's got like, just Trump wearing his hat and he's just a, wearing his. Is a flannel, you know? Just two just, regular guys in a fully wooded room. Yeah, just you know, just chatting away at, at their estate in and Jackson I, Hole. Boom! What? I, and I got up, and it and I talked about the cocaine's never snorted God, so it, good. It, after he just that. keeps stringing this along. That moment in time, at that time, I knew. I said, you know, what it meant was. I'm not alone. And the liberals are going to end the world. <sighs> yes. Everything is known. Everything is known. I am known. Yeah, no shit. You've been in like several movies. That's what it meant to me. Whoa. This is... Did you expect it? Were you calling out for God? What? <laughs> expect it? No, I mean, not be... Out. He's a lunatic. No. Oh, he's terrible. He's now literally a lunatic. Life, right? <laughs> So, so I, I, but I felt tremendous energy. It's uh, something. Was it like red light testicle therapy? Well, I, I mean, I, I guess he. I mean, I guess he. To this day, if he sees you, like, God bless you. Like he's very much like. Oh, that makes me feel weird when people do that. Probably oh, yeah. he probably stops you and wants to pray on you. Yeah, yeah. It's like no. Yeah, pray on you. Yeah, P R E Y. Yeah, you know. P R E Y. So he's rooting for me. It's like don't give up. It's God rooting. is rooting for me, John Voigt. The narcissism in yeah. that, yeah, it's exactly, truly unbelievable. Well, you, 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 that's actually a good point. Of all yeah. the people suffering in the world of actual fucking problems, <laughs> what did I have? A, like, what kind of fucking puss are you? <laughs> you got divorced, so I was on the floor, you know. <laughs> 
Yeah, calling her a cunt and all. You the know, other. I was uh, getting back in my New York side, and then God, yeah, you, you, John uh, Voight, white boy, John Voight. He only speaks to the whites, Tucker. That's what I learned. Uh, you never heard, uh, like, it, yeah, it's boom, Freddie, boom, boom, Washington, talk about <laughs> talking to God. Yeah. Wow. It's like you know, there's a purpose here. You know, you've yes. got some ways. You got a ways to go, son. You know, you got a life to live. Your daughter has yet to disown you. Yeah. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I, whatever it, whatever you might imagine it meant, it meant. Do you see? And I do you see? And I, got, and I felt great. And so the ne- and the next morning, uh, and I, 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 I'm not a person who really prays with the. I eye. love how we. We started this show by going over his great film career. Yeah, yeah. And how fucking awesome he is at acting. Yeah. And Tucker's buying any one of these tears. Yeah. As yeah. authentic. Yeah. Like you just commended him for being a great actor. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And now yeah. you're like, oh my God, you're being so open and honest. It's just incredible. I know, I know. John Voight, what am I, Joe Rogan now? What am I getting <laughs> out of you? <laughs> idea that anybody's listening yes. up to that moment now i know yes tucker's up there with both hands praising the lord we're covered anti-vax we're covered man everything we think everything we say everything it's you're known you know like they say that god knows every bird that falls you yes know? yes this is us two kids Fuck. i'm so hard john god it's it's just erect i'm glad we have a wooden desk to hide my wooden penis right now we all It'd be hilarious <laughs> tucker carlson says you know something you know, i'm actually a, an atheist uh <laughs> yeah there is no god i don't know if yeah. you're aware this old man you're you're coming to the end of the road and there is no god if, if i see kids doing something out of line i'll tell them you know what i mean i'll i'll say uh, you know don't 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 take that weed you yeah, know, you're losing brain cells. No, you're not. No, no, no actually, no, no. John yeah, Voight is a 90 year old fucking uh, bag of wind. Do, do you know? Do you know that honestly, that, that whole I'm argument of fellow. brain cells going away? I think the brain actually can regenerate itself. Right now, I don't think it's going it it Yeah, you know, look like. But I'm a happy fella. Look at him. Well, how did it change your view of the world? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Well, it gave me an idea of what we're here for, I think, you see. We're here to pillage and rape and stop corporations. We're here to make as much money as humanly possible. And any human being who doesn't think that way is a loser automatically. my daughter doesn't want me to speak to my grandchildren. God. And uh, you you can see that that people get quite amiss, you know, they... They're in lots of trouble. People don't know where they're at, and they don't know what they're doing. And, you know, if, if I, I don't see kids feel doing- lost in my life. I, I'm not religious. I don't feel like there's a void in my I'll life, them, Keith. You know I don't, I mean? don't take that. I'll weed. be honest with you. I'll say, uh, you know, if I watch more of them, I, I, I make. Well, it, let's yeah, go to yeah, Kirk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that, that that was good though. That, that 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 was a good moment. You know, yeah. Let's go to this week in TV history. Wind it down. Oh, we're gonna do Kirk here. Yeah. Ooh, man. Man. Kirk was on the 20. His whole, like, it, it, he, it's just, I don't know, man. I, you know, it's, oof, boy. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, Angelina Jolie, like, she just, like, knows. Like, so yeah, just my. to run through what we're going to get for the rest of the week as far as TV history, I got an episode of Party of Five to play with here. I got a John Stossel special called uh, Everyone's a Victim. It's like a, it's like a dateline from 1995. 
Uh, I got a Cubs game where they scored 26 runs on the fucking Rockies. I think I remember that game. Um, let's see. We got Kirk right here, which we're about to watch. Let, let, I think it's a good segue to go from the religious experience of John Voight to well, another. This isn't another, Christian. This show. What's well, not? But but he is a he is a, a Bible thumper. Oh, you know and his I mean? wife was on it, and his his like his his Christian wife is on it. Chelsea, whatever the fuck. Good commercials before it though. This is when PlayStation PlayStation is a month away from debuting. Wow! Like this is you show like this would blow your mind. Oh yeah, Th these were amazing graphics. Well, dude. and they were cheating you too because they they would show you the cover of the game and they'd be like, and then you'd get the game and you'd be like, oh, it doesn't look like the cover. Glass and surface cleaners are. Open. But the plot to this show, you didn't watch it at all. No. So I watched not. this because I sent it to you Ooh, over oh, a text. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, so yeah, the yeah, plot yeah. is he's a up and come. He's an illustrator living in Greenwich Village, and his aunt dumps her kids on them one day. So he's got to raise like one of them's like eighteen, the other one's like twelve, and then across the hall you got Chelsea Green. So he's trying to pick her up, but the dialogue in this show is just truly incredible. The whole <laughs> again. Dude. The, 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 there are two sitcom pilots. There's Slice of Life, which is Seinfeld, and there's First Day of the Rest of Your Life. This is, again, the first day of the rest of your life. Something happened. Kids were just dropped on my front porch, and all of a sudden, I got to take care of so, them. So, continuing on, new series on the CW, Chris Angel's Magic with the Stars. Oh, wow. That's going to be a good time. Oh, yeah. We got Family Law, which is a Canadian drama, so they're <sighs> importing that fucker over. Gotham Knights, which is a comic book show, your favorite. You can totally tell. You can totally tell. It's like Friends is popular. It's so, got to have kind of a tone. So we didn't like catch that. the beginning, so they kind of jump you right in. We missed the first scene. It's fine. It's fine. Wow. <laughs> this is so cool. The four of us kids living here with no grown-ups. I love you, man. It's like they say the plot of the show in the first line. Yeah. It's so yeah. amazing. The four of us living with no grown-ups with Kirk Cameron. This is going to be incredible. But point is, point is, they told and didn't show. <laughs> right? <laughs> the, the show. It's some kind of a joke, right? I mean, I'm 24. I'm a 24-year-old illustrator living in Greenwich Village. <laughs> I mean, I can't do this right now. Can you imagine having to add a laugh track there? You're just your integrity would just take so many hits. Uh, Ross Brown, his integrity well, is a good. You can have um, what could have been my office, and guys, I guess we'll be sharing a bedroom. Cool. Don't do that, okay? What is he a hamster? Let's go. Let's move it out. Hey, hey kids, come on. The bus leaves. This is the one friend. I gamble. I smoke. I do everything despicable. Is, is that Bobby Slayton? I'm gonna be a bad role model to put bull of comedy. <laughs> what are you kids Asian here? What do we got? What, what's what's the guy situation here? What's what's the guy situation here? What do you got? What are you? <laughs> I remember seeing Bobby Slayton. He's like, what was he? Whenever an Asian person goes to a barber, do they just take a picture of Pete Rose with them and say, "That's what I want to look like"? I was like, wow. Can I? <laughs> Bobby Slayton. Is he still alive? Oh yeah. I don't think I can. Do you like Bobby Slayton? I think he's funny. Like I think that Pete Rose joke is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Kirk, what happened to the move to New York, drop the loser friend plan that we talked about? <laughs> this is the one part of the show that I don't quite understand. So those are his brothers and sisters. And his aunt 
was supposed to be taking care of them. But now she's like, I'm moving to Boca Raton or whatever. So now you have to take care of your brothers and sisters. But he really leans into like, I'm your father now. Like, that's kind of the tone he Are takes. Are his parents dead or something? I don't know. Or? I left the gas on in his apartment. I'm the mouthy landlord. I'm going to try and fuck you at some point, Kurt. You know, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you're it's kidding, a- right? I like it that you can't tell. <laughs> Listen, I just came by to tell you they're fumigating the restaurant downstairs. So there's probably going to be some big cockroaches coming up through the floorboards, and they're going to be mad. Uh, Sally, Sally. Listen, I want you to meet my two brothers and my sister. Um, I'm going to be their father now, because the Lord said so. <laughs> Let's see. So the four of you are going to be living here? Oh. Where's the parents? I guess that would be me. Hey, can I talk to you alone for a moment? Uh-oh. First, I thought rent. Yeah, exactly. No. Your rent's going to go up $1,000 no. a month. She's just like, are you prepared to handle this responsibility, Kirk? Hey, what's to know? They're potty trained, right? <laughs> I just have a few questions. You know kids smoke PCP, Kirk? <laughs> this is New York City. Yeah. You ever see the movie Kids? <laughs> they all had AIDS, Kirk. Um, I don't know. God, uh, I, I want right, to see that movie again. Oh, kids is intense. Yeah, it's intense, I remember seeing the theater and being like, I saw. I've only seen it one time. I'd love to go back and see it now again. I'd love to because I. I've read stories where children were raised by wolves. <laughs> <laughs> you are so cute. Do you have my number in case you need help? No. Good. <laughs> Kirk Cameron. The next morning. But your school? Don't you have to take them? So he just moved in there, right? Obviously. So it's new. It's the I'm late for my illustrator job. For a couple of hours, I need some time to think. Oh my god, he's just mess is physical. If only if only this cord didn't exist on a phone. (laughs) By the way, cordless phones were around back then. Can you imagine people that when the cell phone came in, TV writers were like, we can't do the phone cord bit. The Ford guy, your phone guy anymore. (laughs) Well, I'm sure that's how I was pitched him. Hey, Kurt. It won't be like growing pains, okay? You're going to be able to actually do some different... You're going to be able to branch out and stretch out. Do some physical comedy in this? I think you might like it. You know, like in, in like so, rationalizing it. Some not returning shows to CW. The 4400 reboot did not work. Batwoman, Charmed, Dynasty, Pepsi, Coke, Pop. <laughs> in the Dark, Legacies, Legends of the Hidden Temple. CW's going through a big thing now where uh, Warner Brothers Discovery owns them now. And they really doesn't look like they want them. They're trying to sell because it's... The CW is this joint effort between Paramount and Warner Brothers. Yeah. And I think Warner Brothers wants out. They pretty much want out of the original TV game. Yeah. Like yeah they, they only want to do, do unsc- sports. Uh, uh, sports or unscripted or Unscripted, stuff. Yeah. yeah. So all of these, Tom Swift, uh, Roswell, Naomi, a lot of the comic book shows got the fucking bite. Interesting. Uh, we got a Walker reboot, Walker Independence, about like the town that Walker patrols, but in oh, like the 1800s. Walker, Texas Ranger? Yeah, because there's a new Walker Texas Ranger. Okay, but okay. this is the spinoff of the new Walker well, Texas Ranger. So he's wearing underwear. Aside from your underpants, you're pretty much naked. <laughs> this is the least I've had that's clean. Uh, well, look, Russell, we got to be out of here in ten minutes, okay? Phoebe, get him something to wear. That's uh huh from fucking the Little Rascals movie. Eat this. Come on, cowboy. Let's get you Phoebe. This. You're gonna wear your Doc Martens and have your skirt because you know so it's yeah. 1995. Phoebe's go listen to your Cranberries the- album. And <laughs> shut the fuck up. Dan, Dan. No, who is it? Okay, hurry up. Uh, yeah, Walker Independence, The Winchesters, a supernatural reboot, which is a prequel to that. Fox has new shows. Accused, alert. Their shows are just like verbs. Alert. 
danger, <laughs> accuse. Exactly. Axe. Yeah, yeah. Run, <laughs> you know. Animal Control, Grimsburg, uh, Kropopolis is an upcoming oh, here adult we go. Here animated. We go. Here we go. Uh, oh, yeah. Is that his wife? Yeah. No, no, no. I, I wasn't stealing your key, honest. I, I was I, just praying to the north. Your plan. Not, not that I was looking for your key. I was just trying to find a place for my key, and I thought that... Here. Um, I'm Kirk Hartman. I, I live right there. I guess we're neighbors. Mm. Wait, 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 wait. What's your name? Elizabeth Waters. Well, what do your friends call you? This uh, is Liz. This looks like rehearsal. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. Like, this looks like, yeah. Wait. What's your name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. your name? I guess we're neighbors. Mm. Wait, 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 wait. Can we reset? What's your name? Elizabeth Waters. Well, what do your friends call you? Uh, Liz, Liz. Who talks like that? No, I know exactly, See? exactly. Betsy. What, they call me Elizabeth. What's your nickname? Betsy, Bitsy, Whore? Elizabeth <laughs> Waters. Heathen? Are you godly? Do you pray? <laughs> do you Did pray? you pray? Yeah, have you, you prayed about today? to pray? Where are you going? Oh, how about your boyfriend? I, I bet you have a boyfriend. Do you have a boyfriend? Is he a preacher? No one. Does he know the way of the master? What if I were to tell you Does that a he pitch- know the way of the master? <laughs> yeah. What if I were to tell you that the earth was only 1600 years old a- and, and dinosaurs if- and humans, you know, what if I were to show you a picture of a duck that's half dinosaur and duck? And that's how I disprove evolution. Exactly. And, and you know, or, or the bumblebee. It's intelligent design. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let me save us both a lot of time. Okay. I don't have a boyfriend. Let me speak to God about it, and then I'll get back to you. Friend, because I don't have time for a boyfriend. I'm an intern at St. Brennan's Hospital. Oh. When I'm not the hospital. Her character is now being expressed. I'm a Virgo, and I don't have any hobbies. Any other questions? (laughs) Would you like to go out to dinner tonight? Listen to how rapey he is. No. Uh, No, just because I'm new in town, and frankly... And I I deserve it. I'm white. Really? Well, the noise coming from your place, I was sure you had roommates. Well, Rumors? we're making ether. Listen and we to his lie. No, I, I, uh, I'm a single guy, so I, I live alone. It's just me. Kirk! And my parrot. Ugh. Kirk! Kirk! Uh, excuse me. Uh, sh- quiet, Polly. This is some bad writing. Is quiet, Polly. Kirk, 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 all day long. So what do you say? Dinner tonight? I really hope he seems like a nice guy, but I really hope my writing isn't this bad. I hope it's not this bad. Well, I don't think so. I think if you were writing it and you were getting these feelings, it would be. Yeah, 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 exactly. Would you like a car? (laughs) Okay. I've seen this before. You're not gonna give up, are you? Nope. Kind of a charming quality, isn't it? Hey, this is ether. This is a rag. Come over here. (laughs) (laughs) And just so we're clear. Did you say queer? I don't you do say, that. What? You did what? You said what? I'll pray for yeah. you. I'll pray for you tonight. <laughs> Just so we're queer. I'm not queer. I've never been queer. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> weird, weird defensive response. He just starts hissing at her. Kirk, Kirk, we need you. My mom had one of those portfolios. Oh, yeah. fell into the toilet. He's stuck. Uh, He's stuck? I'm sorry. That's never happened to well, any human being. Wait till let's, let's wait till let's wait till we get to the bathroom. I hate New York. He's a cute kid. He's a cute kid. They were probably and now he's a crack at it. That's the good part about having commercials in this. Now we can go over the shows. Uh, Fox, all the nine one ones are coming back. All your animated shows. Call me cat with Blossom is coming back. Okay. 
the cleaning lady. It's about I clean and I do drugs. I sell drugs. Oh yeah, it's like yeah. Breaking Bad, but with a, a lady that's like a cleaning lady. Okay, okay. Um, Monarch is our big show that we're are, we're going to cover. Okay, it's the show with uh Susan Sarandon, Trace Atkins. Oh yeah, yeah they're like this about so like country, country family, Western good, family. Yeah, uh, con- con- yeah. So they delayed this show a year. I don't know if it was COVID. Part of me thinks it was part COVID. But also, look, oh, at, look that at these damn jackets. Starter jacket. Listen to what they say. Listen to what they say because it's preseason football. Listen. By Ken Norton and his Reebok NFL Pro Line jacket, who remind you that players are made in the preseason. In the preseason. Yeah. The, the, Please w- watch w- preseason the, football. Yeah, they were the defending champions. That was the last Super Bowl right. championship for the Niners. Last up to four. They're an minutes. annoying fan base too. So yeah, Monarch is a multi-generational musical drama about the Romans. The family is headed by Dottie Roman and Albie Roman and have created a country. So there's a family scandal. I think she's going to get cancer. So it's about like getting the youngins to fucking carry on the family name. It's yeah, gonna exactly. Be very diverse, probably. What sort of weird egotistical thing is it to, I've got to carry on the family name. Like this weird narcissism of that. It doesn't make any sense to me. Kropopolis is another animated show coming out. It's a Dan Harmon animated show. It'll probably be good. Oh, Dan Harmon does good stuff and nightmare to work with. I hear. Yeah. yeah well, it's funny. I, I just, well, yeah. I, I said lunch with uh, Ryan Ridley, who used to write for, yeah, for Rick and Morty, right? Friday, Rick and Morty and also community and just said that, you know, he can't really be around. Uh, he, well, Anyway, big time problem with the bottle. Oh yeah, his podcast. You're not out in anything. His podcast, Harmontown. He would drink an entire fifth of vodka over the hour. And I guess he's got a couple friends that he works with that all that they just drink all the time. They're just drunk all the time. It's like, you know, I I I I like the sauce. I'll admit, I like the sauce, but I don't like it that much. You know, I mean, I I like getting bombed every once in a while. I do. I I like I like a good cold beer. VHS tape. I know. I love when they would throw you a sweater and a couple VHSs. Just tell us your favorite team. You will. I was a sucker for these Sports Illustrated. Oh, yeah. Hot, like uh, 900 absolutely. number things. Absolutely. Order 976 issues of Sports Illustrated. You know what's interesting about 94 to me as a year? What? A couple of different things. There was a shit. The, the the merchandise part of the game became much more accelerated. Even in the late eighties, early nineties, I've been watching some old like clips of games. They pan across the crowd. Not not as much merch as you see now. The entire stadium is merch now. Also, in ninety four was the first year I think of the yellow line for the first down marker. That was the first time. Oh I was yeah, it was in ninety four. But the merch thing became much more pronounced. Well, much the more starter pronounced. jacket became a thing. Absolutely. In fact, a buddy of mine, Bill O'Donnell, his old man was a season ticket holder for the Patriots. This is when, when Parcells was there. They had had a bad year, but I think before they hired Parcells. And for all the season ticket holders, they gave them a, they gave them a starter jacket for all this. But it is the most gaudy. Oh, they're huge. I, and they're puffing. Fucking like, 97 degrees. It, it, it's literally like wearing an American flag. Oh, here we go. And my illustrator job. I, I, oh God! This is like. Right now. He's the boss. This looks like a sweatshop. Well, like a, this totally looks like the, you're all underage and you must work <laughs> now. Yes, this, this is a Charles to, Dickens novel. I'm Mr. here Pip. to whip. Who's <laughs> by a woman with copious nasal shrubbery? <laughs> what, is this supposed to be John Cleese and Faulty Towers? <laughs> when did I tell you to have these drawings ready? Drew Carey's got a funny British man. Why won't it work for us? Oof. But I'm 
supposed to pick up my little brother at four o'clock. Family tensions are in the way of his work. Oh, well, you got what's the, a dilemma? You got the British guy who don't care. He's gone through Irish car bombs. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You got it really is he going to get murdered by the Irish? Did you live through the troubles? Did you? Is, huh? he, is he going to get blown away by the Irish? You ever heard of Bobby Sands? I tell you, that terrorist. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. That's his exit. I mean, this is literally, literally, this is sitcom 101. Every single box is being checked off. How do you enter? How do you exit? You want me to blow your mind? Yeah. This was on for two seasons. Had two seasons? 32 episodes. That's actually not a bad run, you know? Hey, how was Atlantic City? Unbelievable. Free room. Yeah? Free shows. Free meals. Really? How much you lose? Great. Didn't cost me a nickel. How'd you do that? I didn't pay the bill. Hey, you know, it's the oh, 90s. They don't track you down. There's this no, is what happens. Literally a paper trail. It's going to take them two years to even catch me. And by then, I'll have hung myself in Central Park. <laughs> I don't he's like, I planned saying. it all. I'm going to off myself, Kirk. <laughs> Please pray for me. Don't do that. Uh, I can't do that, though, Eddie. Oh. How about just Phoebe? Don't do that. <laughs> I'm guided by faith and light. Okay? You don't have your own life. Oh, I don't know. Actually, I'm not doing so bad. You know, I got a date tonight with that girl across the hall from me. No way. The doctor, babe. Yeah, you no know what I'm way. talking about? Babe. No way. You the one with the brown hair, doctor? You did not. Yeah, I did. You didn't. I, you I, didn't. didn't. You didn't even have to grope a butt cheek or anything. <laughs> he's, he's got He's got kind of a she hip shirt like on. hundred times. Like, what he's wearing is definitely a more, like, kind of hip style of that era. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, he's looser. I wear you know? fucking it's unbuttoned, Kirk. Whereas he, he's like... Oh, thank you. What line did you use? Uh, Look how, like, they're grown men and he's, like, hugging them because he got a date. I know. You're, yeah, my, fucking, yeah, you're yeah. my fucking hero, Kurt. I, I mean, I, I don't. I've never fucking heard of this before, Dave. <laughs> you're going to talk to a girl, Kurt? Yeah, I know. It's sort of. Well, they're also trying to make him, like, you see, he's got a gambling problem, but he's kind of an endearing, warm guy. They don't want to make his dimension. Look, this was the era of graphics, too. Look at this paint roller. Wow. Like, they were like, we got to use the wipe effect. Cook dinner and still need Elizabeth by 8 o'clock tonight. So come on. Where's Russell? I thought you were picking him up. Uh, no, no. My boss made me work late. So I uh, left a message for Corey. My boss made me illustrate late. Corey responsibility. There's a good idea. <laughs> Phoebe, Phoebe, you got to help me. I lost Russell. Oh my god, you lost Russell? What do you mean you lost Russell? Kirk, you're home. Kirk. That's a joke. Kirk, didn't you pick him up from school? I tried, but he wasn't there. See, I would have been on time, but I took the subway and I got lost. Then when I tried to ask for directions, why doesn't anybody in New York speak English? I can't believe you did this, Corey. I've got to go find Russell. That was the line earlier yeah. in the show. He makes the, he, I didn't hear this and I missed it the first time too. But apparently they're talking about like being nervous about the first day of school and like, what if they get shot and mentions guns and Kirk Cameron goes, oh, they give those to you at orientation. It's New York City. I was all alone. I got lost. I had to talk to a poor Rican. <laughs> Russell has a goddamn fucking meltdown in the grocery store. Russell's not happy. Yeah. You hit me in my dick. God, I. This was the era of the joke. You get hit in the the dick, and it changes the tone of your voice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. I'll be in my room. 
that, that, that was in every movie. Remember, remember Running Man? Remember the movie oh, Running yeah. Man? When he puts he does the chainsaw where he saws the guy like basically in half from his groin. He's like, oh, he's a high bitch. It's like really. If you truly got chainsawed, you would just be like, oh, like screaming. You'd gurgle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you'd probably. You, you, <laughs> blood would come shooting out of your nostrils and your mouth. You yeah. would be dead. You would die. You're just a kid. Oh, Russell, come on. That's not- I hate it here. Russell. <sighs> West Village Market. I want to go back to okay, Troy, guys. Ohio. This is the 90s. I can afford everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no Cold War. There's a peace dividend, you know. Gee. Stuff you're getting He's, they're at a bodega. It smells like weed in here. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this store run by Jamaicans? Aren't we in America? <laughs> yeah. Also, by the way, uh, New York by that time had got... Well, oh, they got Giuliani'd up. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. By the mid-90s, it was very much cleaned up. It was not the New York of, you know... I remember what? Jeff Sessions talking about, and, you know, the most violent city in America. It's like, this is not 1977 anymore. You know, you're, you're just... You're out of touch, you know? I think Chicago is the most violent Yeah, city. I think it probably is now. It's only one of them. Was you know, there's different metrics to determine Russell? that. I don't think Baltimore is a day in the park. Russell! Here we go. Russell! Russell, where did you go? Hey, there you are. What you, hey, 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 mister. Come on, what are you doing over here? I stole this from a homeless person. It smells like poop. <laughs> I don't even want to look at it. <laughs> Little Russell, kid jokes. Russell. Russell, you look like you're in the KKK. I'm, I'm looking into my future. I'm living on a place called Skid Row. Sorry. No. Russell. Russell, a homeless man's penis was in that hole. I can't. I. I uh. Scream. This blanket smells like moldy mushrooms. Hey, I tell you what, Matt. I, I'm being a fade a little bit. I don't mean to be rude. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. My old man streak is coming out. <laughs> but this is got nine more minutes. This is truly bad writing. He starts making eight noises. So he just has a temper tantrum. You got to at least watch the temper tantrum. Please pick that up. I love most people just continue to shop. Like the, the extras reactions are the best because every night you'll get a like a. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, I want my blanket. Well, Russell, you don't. Oh, Russell, Russell, stop. Russell, stop. 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 Russell, stop. I never did stuff like that as a kid. No, my, you would be beaten before it got it, to that know, point. Yeah, it, it would be. It would, I mean, I would be grabbed the whole. Like, you I wonder if that, this was know? Kurt Cameron being like, "We're gonna lead with love on this show." Yeah, yeah. It's like no, 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 no. Uh, What do you say? You're breaking my arm. Watch how he. The mat, the, the store owner would be like, listen, you gotta, what are you doing? Yeah. Get your fucking retarded kid out of my store. 
I'm just going to take you into a closet where it's looking like I'm going to do very <laughs> naughty things <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Russell, why were you acting? Russell, we got 32 episodes of this show. I know. I don't know. I think I do. Let's have You're a not, seat. You don't have a strong relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ and Savior. What Here's if I were to, <laughs> Russell, what if I were to tell you that your emotions are all preordained? Yeah. You have nothing. You just need to put your faith in God and he will provide. Scary for me. I mean, everything changed. So you fade now? I mean, they did. Yeah. Let me and switch this, over. Yeah. Oh boy. Switch over for a little regular TV fade out. That was the show. What if I just hit stop right now? That's not how we're going to do that, it. That, I mean, I'm glad I watched it. I mean, I, I'm not upset. About, I mean, it, it's yeah. like you see this, uh, the dated nature of it, too. I I actually well, guess like what? Watching we're watching them. every episode of that show because oh, it's hey. been on. It's going to we're That's the pilot. It, 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 this it, is one of those rare moments where we've caught a shitty show the week it aired. Yeah. So we yeah. get to watch every episode. now. Hey, as long as the show has a spine this week in TV history, Hallmark, Nike, Adidas, Nike, Adidas, you know, we have Fila, C- C- Colin Reebok, Pop. We talk about some football. You know, I, th- I think we, ha- I think we have a, we have a show. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll see you guys on Wednesday, eight yep. p.m. Pacific, and then on Friday we're doing a Monday, Wednesday, Friday shooting or a stream schedule. I love you. See you on Wednesday. Yep. Bye. Good show. A lot of fun. Thanks for listening, people. Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air?